Can you the Lamborghini style phone? He'll show the picture. 1991 pool table. That was me. <laughs> Why are we rolling? How are we doing on the batteries? Finger crossed. They have a new toxic anthem. Hey, I got a new toxic anthem for us. Let's go. Please let it be Young Draco. It's not Young Draco, uh, but it's somebody you may not know featuring somebody you might know. Let's bring it to life. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They got to be done right. You ain't on the Bluetooth. I got to get on the roadcaster. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, yo, before we get started, rest in peace to uh, turn me up, Josh. Told her anything. Not even a choker chain. I'm a problem. You ain't gonna want to fade. No Birkin, no choker chain. I would never run her way. No, nobody. What kind of life is that? I felt out he grabbed the same. That talking shit be extra. I thought you knew for what you came. And if you don't, the next one. They gon' make it. No Birkin. That's it. No choker Let's go, my guy. Just tell her anything. Don't even deserve a chain. He said, hold on, hold on. He said, I break hearts. What up? What up? What up? What up? He was speaking English? <laughs> Come on, man. That's future. That's future. He said, I break hearts. He said somebody. He said somebody. I break hearts and she still stays. Oh, right, here he goes. I break hearts. I'm a problem. You ain't even you ain't got gonna want the fame. Go ahead, she's say, still gonna say stay. it again slow. Hold on. No, I don't know how to say it slow. <laughs> but that's my guy Furcher with Hot Furcher. Boy. Future Van Dross. I like this song. And I like 42 Doug album. I know neither of you guys heard it, but Mm-mm. anthems. Right on. Pure anthems. You guys heard the little line where Future said, uh, tell Steve Harvey on Warner? <laughs> yeah. That. I didn't hear I didn't hear the actual line, but I saw people talk about it. Oh, man. The vibe. Was that a Michael B. Jordan diss? Ah, let's get into it. Jump so. In. Introduce yourself. <clears throat> <laughs> Let the people know. Oh, yeah, we met on the internet. Hey, yo, welcome back to the internet. We're back. We're back. We're back. Yo, hit a thing, Chris. Hit a thing. Anything? We're back. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, yeah. That seems a little racist. 
He loves that one. That's the go-to. Like every single we we no, played the sound maybe like four one. times. Orale. Every single time is the same, but you press the same button. I only have six. <laughs> yeah, but it's the same button every what single you time. Do? Yeah. There we go. There we go. Well, no, keep 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 uh, keep keep uh, keep uh, keep 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 There we go. The men are back. That's right. Whew. All right. Last week we skipped a week. Uh, we were in Vegas, and everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. It definitely yeah. did. We're not allowed to go at the same time anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? There's some positives that came from it. Oh, but yeah. I actually fun. will break down that weekend real quick. Yeah. Now nah, we don't got to talk about the first day, though. <laughs> so the first day. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, indeed. Here's the only thing I'm going to say about it. When Sunil turns up, his confidence... Is amazing. Mm-hmm. First of all, my confidence is amazing always. Yeah. But <laughs> it's different. It's visceral. Right. <laughs> when, when Sunil got in the car, <laughs> yeah. Sunil, Sunil was like, everybody want to be my friend, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? what <laughs> Damn. Well, Sunil. I can't speak on anything I don't remember, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it was a beautiful weekend out in Vegas. But it's all about the boys. Nah, no, that's a fact. The boys come first. That's it. Nothing else comes first. <laughs> Nothing it's else. The boys, the podcast, and the boys. And you know what? Those are words to live by. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get that tattooed up. I'm gonna get that tattooed. The boys and the boys are gonna be spelled B O I S. Let's yes. go. And merch coming soon. D A. Merch coming soon. And it's the, the merch got to say it's the boys first. I am taking this men on the internet serious. That's a fact. The boys come first. The boys come uno. That's facts. A little, little something for Chris right there. I appreciate you <laughs> listening. You <laughs> Diversity in the podcast. So my name is Kelby. Over here we have the Prince of India. <laughs> Go ahead. He was about to make us un- insignificant again. The Prince of India. My name is Sunil. And over there, we have the gatekeeper of the border. Orale. Everybody in. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Come on. You just got a bunch of new fans. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And that's Chris. What's going on? On a regular mic this time. Regular mic. Not the guy mic. Okay. We fixed it. Yeah. All right. So let's have this conversation. Future Hendrix. Is that his actual name? (laughs) Well, his name is like Novadius. Right on. No, okay, but we call him Future Hendrix. He's like the the, the toxic Jimi Hendrix. I see, I see. I Dang, see. Jimi Hendrix is rolling in his grave right now. Mm-hmm. Like, why you call dancing? Him? No, rolling. Oh, okay, I didn't. I didn't get that one. <laughs> so, yeah, I never heard that Future Hendrix. No, I don't know if J- Jimi Hendrix would like that. No, he loves it. <laughs> okay. So much. I mean, a black brother wants to name stuff after it's like uh, Jamie Fox naming himself Fox after Red Fox. Yeah, but there's a difference between what you intended to be and what it actually becomes. Oh, beautiful, man. Black excellence. All right. Go ahead. Go on. Anyway. Oh, shoot. Yo, shout out to Diddy, man. We're going to come back to that. All right. All right. So, Future gets on a song with my guy 42, Doug. And he says explicitly, tell Steve Harvey I don't want her. 
Now let's break this down because I think I might be the only person in the world that thought about this deeply. Can I tell you what initially my thought process is? Tell me. Did Steve Harvey reach out to Future to say, will you take my daughter's hand in marriage? I don't think Steve. Because why else would Future, would somebody need to get the message to Steve Harvey? (laughs) That's not even her real dad. (laughs) It's not? No. Wow. his stepdaughter. This whole time, I thought that Steve Harvey and Laura Harvey. You think Steve Harvey got genes like that? Hey, you know. You know what these rich people are able to do. I guess so. (laughs) But but not Steven. (laughs) So Furcher says, tell Steve Harvey I don't want her, okay? And and I've been bumping the song. I love the song. It's a great song. I actually really enjoyed the entire 42 Doug Prod. Check it out. But I immediately thought about Aubrey. Wow. You know, I feel how like does that, how does that How stories. does it line up? I'll tell you. Drake and Future are best buddies. Okay. They're Allegedly. Re- they're really good friends. Drake talks great things about Future. Future talks great things about Drake. They're supposed to be doing a What a Time 2. They've been snapping together, doing all that kind of stuff together, all this stuff. On the other hand, <clears throat> he's been hanging out with Michael B. Jordan. He a lot has lately. been. They were at the Laker game recently. Were they? Yeah. See, I didn't even see that one. Yep. So they were at the Laker game. They were at that restaurant where Rory ran away from, and they were at the... <laughs> <laughs> <Take shots>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ac- academics. <laughs> Rory, Rory, Rory. Smoking on the Rory. I don't got no beef. Um, and they've just been hanging out. So how does how does it work? Like you think future jealous? You trying to say future jealous? You trying to say future Hendrix is jealous of a dude? Let me ask you this. Is if you just say is future Hendrix jealous of Michael B. Jordan? But he already had her, mind you, he already had her. And he's also future. He's been with like everybody. Lori Harvey's been with everybody too, huh? Oh, she has. <laughs> wow. She's beautiful. She's a beautiful girl. But is future jealous? So you think future's more jealous that Michael B. Jordan's hanging out with Aubrey versus that he's with Lori Harvey. I didn't, even, I didn't even put that together, but... Oh, I thought that's what the whole point you were trying to make no, right now. No, the point I was trying to make was, how do you talk bad about your friend's friend? No, like, I thought you, you guys were, remain friends? I thought you were trying to insinuate that because he's chumming up with Michael B. Jordan, now all of a sudden, he's feeling replaced. Damn. That's actually great. <laughs> I what that got to do with Steve Harvey? I didn't think about that at all. No, Steve Harvey is not the real It's thing. a shot at Michael Obviously. B. Jordan. It's a shot at Michael B. Jordan. Because Michael B. Jordan is dating Laurie, Laurie Harvey. And they're dating out loud. Right. Like it's a very public relationship. Yeah. They're talking, claiming each other. Yeah, like It's all over the socials. He took it to the aquarium. It's everywhere. You know when you and take a girl to see some fish. The hell. And they had a dead dinner in the tube of you water. Know oh, when you, you know when you're taking a girl to see some fish. It's it, on. It's real. It's on. It's real. How did they build that stuff underwater? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so what do you think? Ooh. Now that we have these two theories, do you think it's more about Lori Harvey actually claiming Michael B. Jordan? Probably but didn't she claim. claimed future. Did they claim or was it just like they didn't deny? 
she claimed future because she was posting them pictures from her birthday, putting up the story. They put the picture. Of yeah, but were they the, dating or were they just hanging out? They were dating because I remember they were saying that like she was calling him baby and okay. all this stuff. It was public that she was with future. And so, so do you think this is more about Lori Harvey? Or is this about Drake? Damn. What if it's about both of them? He lost the girl. What if it's about Michael B. Jordan taking Future's whole life? Explain. So, we all know that what it what a toxin toxic male is, right? Oh yeah. So that's why I played that song. <laughs> so we consider. I think Future is, you know, first ballot Hall of Fame toxic, right? <laughs> like, there's no denying denying yeah. his ability, right? Yeah. As his far ability. as as far as his his strength and toxicity, right? Facts, facts, facts. So, what's the what's the what is one of the things that a toxic man cannot deal with? Somebody else winning. Your ex being happy with somebody else publicly. But here's the thing. I think that there's somebody more toxic than Future. And it's Drake. Wow. Yeah, Drake, Drake's first ballot to- Hall of Fame toxic too. He's sneaky toxic. And petty. And petty. <laughs> yes. Somehow he's in this mix. But what I'm saying is to, to, to further elaborate. So on one hand, you see your ex. Yeah. Super happy with this new dude. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like if you with some other dude, like, you know, there's levels to the dude. So you guys can size guys up. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, OK, what level certain guys are? Well, Michael B. Jordan. He's up there. He's he's the guy. He is the guy right now, yeah, right? Movie movie star. He's getting the number one roles. Yep. He is he is the black actor. Yep. You know what I mean? And, uh, and he's got the body. Good for looking it. dude. Yep. You know, yep. well liked. Mm-hmm. No drama. Clean cut. All these mm-hmm. kind of beautiful things. Yep. Done the hood d- hood roles. <laughs> Kelly's like, don't rub it in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But 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 I so when Lori Harvey was running around with these other dudes that were just like, eh. Maybe not the greatest athletes, maybe not the greatest rappers, all this kind of stuff. No, now, you can't say that because she dated Diddy. Okay, but and Diddy son. But let's. But we're talking future. What level? Like Diddy's like an elder. Like people aren't okay. comparing themselves to Diddy. You know what I mean? Sure. Okay. So um, they're not like future and Diddy aren't in competition. You know what I mean? That was just mm, like a phase. Interesting. But Michael B. Jordan. Wow. That's somebody where she's like. Cause you look at you look at Lori Harvey and Diddy, you're like that's not gonna last. You, know you look what? at okay. Lori Harvey and and Diddy's son, you're like that's not gonna last. But then you look at Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan, mm. and Future's like, all right, that might he could be the one. Then, on top of that, not only did his girl that you know he might he might may have had feelings for in the back now is moving on to Michael B. Jordan, his Best mm, friend. Come on. Here, you, we, <laughs> we marched into a topic here. Do you wish your ex the worst when you guys break up? In in, in real life? In relationship-wise. Me personally? All of us. Chris? Oh, okay. No, 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 no. For me, no, nah, I wish them nothing but happiness and success. All of them? All of them. No, no, no. I mean in relationship. Like, go make yeah. your money, girl, but you have to date somebody who's worse than me. No. Okay. Go be happy. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> 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 you know 
You don't get no satisfaction from knowing that she's with a chump? Nah. Okay. I actually feel worse. I would rather you upgrade. There is no upgrade. No. What I'm saying is I would rather you get into something. Upgrade not by person. Upgrade by situation. So what I mean by that is put yourself in a better situation. What that tells me is I was the man that helped you realize more about yourself and taught you more about how to be a better person, oh which is why goodness. you're in a better relationship. <laughs> yeah. <now. laughs> okay. <sighs> Something about that don't sound right. <laughs> hey, you got you got you got to be alpha to understand alpha. Uh, yeah, no, I'm kind of more like beta. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's facts. <laughs> Shut up, Chris. <laughs> okay. So you're trying to say you ra- you you want to see your girl miserable or ex miserable. The what fact I, that you hesitated, <laughs> I think, is the answer to no, the no, question. No. Here, here's here's my thing. I don't want. Well, it depends on how we why we broke up. So let's say a good breakup first, and then we'll say like we just warm. Let's say out. the one where you broke up with her because oh. you were over it. Oh, okay. Look. Because the other one will ask after you answer this one. But okay. Look. <laughs> for me, I always feel like I'm the greatest. Okay. <laughs> okay. So for me, whatever you bring about, I'm going to be like, damn, life is hard, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Do I want to see you suffering? No, but I also really don't want to see you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's a fair point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I almost don't want to know what the next... Okay. Who, who that is I could deal with that Now mm. what if You lost in the relationship Oh my god And then she upgrades Oh I gotta fight him <laughs> You gotta fight him He's <laughs> <laughs> still the Oh that's so toxic <laughs> <laughs> You can't beat me up. You know that joke When Chris uh, Chris Rock Like uh, The guy comes out of jail They give him like hundred thousand dollars And they like Stay up Keep your head up But then you come back From college And you're like What you are educated <laughs> <laughs> But can you fight me <laughs> But can you beat my ass. <laughs> That's how I feel. Man. I'm like, oh, he he bought you a Tesla, wow. but can he beat my ass? Wow. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I just don't want to see it. <laughs> uh, All right, so let's go back to future. Okay, so, how's future looking at this? Damn, because it's hard to say you're better than Michael B. Jordan. It's well, who hard. Got, who got more money? Future definitely got more money. Does he? Oh, for sure. Future is the fifth highest streamed rapper Which in history. Doesn't that? But Movie money is better than music right, money. Let's look it up. Let's see who's got more money. I would guess that Michael B. Jordan got about ten milli or less. I think you disrespecting Michael B. Jordan. Not this is the dude from the Wire. This is dude from Friday Night Lights. All right, let's look it up. Michael. He was doing hit TV shows before he was doing hit movies. He was in Fantastic Four, the shitty one. He was in. I'm helping. Yeah, you I'm telling you, bro. Okay. It's been a while since I looked this up. Oh, he's worth about twenty five mil. Okay, <clears throat> Michael B. Michael B. Bro, that's kind of I mean, crazy though. Because you your money, look, Kel. look, there are movie stars that don't got twenty five million. Mm-mm. They are full he's on got the movie stars. Creed Dynasty, bro. Nah, bro. As a person that understands movie money, there are movie stars. I ain't got twenty five million. Yeah, but think about. But I'm I'm saying I understand that. I'm talking about Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> he has the Creed. That was both those are hits. He has Black Panther, super hit. He has, um, and then not to mention, he's part of two shows that were like super successes. Yeah, that his money is new. I know it is. It's about two years old. 
his money's new. Because he got the because uh, he ju- as soon as he jumped to the producer, it, it sounds a little Amazon bit Amazon movie. Say it again. The, he got an Amazon movie, but it was a uh, uh, yeah that movie Tom that just Clancy came out. One. Yeah, y'all see it? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, that's racist. <laughs> but anyways, now look Sorry, up Future. <laughs> Future's got forty five. Okay, he has forty five. Wow, got forty five. Future's what's a the, big how, star. How old is Future? How old is Michael B. Jordan? Well, I know Future's about thirty seven. And how old is Michael B. Jordan? And Michael B. He got to be about thirty four. Yeah, I was gonna say he's not too far. Yeah, let me see. Michael B. Alright, let's see. He is thirty-four. So they're about three years apart. Mm-hmm. But, about future, but future I was gonna say. <laughs> but future but future has about how many how many a baby mamas he's funding? Ten. <laughs> Nine Michael ten. B. Jordan don't got no baby mama drama. That we know of. True. If he so, does, anyways, keep, let's dig deep. Is this about <laughs> is this about Lori? Or, he has both of his is he more <laughs> is he more jealous about Lori? Is he more jealous about the relationship with Drake? Dang, that's I'm hard to sure say. It's both, I think, I think it's it both. is both because like, I think just one hurts the other. The other one fuels the fire more because like he's like, oh, I have I don't want to like you just said I don't see my ex at all. I don't now. I see her around and now she's chilling with Michael B. I gotta uh, fight Drake, Michael. you can you believe this man? Where you going? Are you at the game with with Michael B? Yeah, oh, it's, ooh, it's double you know the pain. It's a double hitter. Yo, is Drake? Tr- Yo, did Drake choose? Is Michael B. Jordan about to be the new? Is he about to be in an album with Drake? Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know about that. But. Yo, Kobe dropped a song. What? What's up? <laughs> Wow! Damn! I actually, yeah, it could be both. This I actually don't think meta. it's about. It's not about Lori. But <clears throat> in what situation would make Future say that? Because on the song, he also says, "You were begging me to stay," something like that. So here's here's my thing. One thing about Future is I don't see him as a guy who lets women phase him. Like, sure, there was that one story that came out about that um, some girl that he was like. Dealing with and she like let go of the text messages mm. and then <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. future looked like a total G as far as like not letting anything affect him. He's just like she was trying to like um, bait him and he's like, No, that's cool. Like you know what I, I mean? Like that. so so it's, future like to me. Exactly. Exactly. And then he, he was, was like, like oh. I, I, he was like, be happy. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> so future to me is next level, like not gonna let a woman phase him. But uh-huh. what phases toxic men? Competition, competition, competition that you know you cannot beat, and or you know that actual like has a shot. Somebody that you can't just easily say, or maybe you know what happened. Maybe he was in a circle, and they were talking about Lori. Lori, oh man, Lori's Lori's new dude is trash, and one of his homies was like, "I could be Jordan A. Trash," and then he it it took him over the edge. (laughs) Um, I saw this video with Future where he the, they were like, yo, you got so many baby mamas. Why don't you just be in a relationship with one of them? And he was like, so if I get in a relationship with one of them, the other one's going to get jealous. So I just can't even. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how do toxic men get at other men? By sleeping with their girl. Through their women. <laughs> so when you throw a shot, if you're going to throw a shot in a song. Is it gonna hit harder if you like, man? Your last movie was trash, or you gonna come off as a hater, or I don't even want your girl. 
Here's here's this. This is a a, a clip from Future that just it just made my week. Okay, so in this one, he's talking about headphones. Oh yes. <clears throat> so in this one, he's talking about sleeping with Scottie Pippen, his wife, Larsa, Larsa Pippen, and another one for the streets. And uh, yeah. <laughs> she is the street. She's the freaking sidewalk. And him, bro. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, edit. <laughs> okay, and then so so in this one, because he was sleeping with this girl, he came out with his biggest song ever, which is "Thought It Was a Drought." Okay. About the door with my Gucci flip flops. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, man, we need to teach a translator. Respect, you know what I mean? I really lived that moment and went to the studio. I went right directly to the studio. Dirty soda, Spike Lee, white girl, iced tea, fully loaded, AP. I just made a face. I was like, man, what the fuck? I didn't know I was going to do that shit that day, and I was like, man, I just fuck your bitch. It's some Gucci flip flop. He just kept going, and I was like, yeah, this shit crazy right here. Look at that. This is just amazing. I was smashing the bitch. Future first ballad, to- Toxic Hall of Fame. I love this guy. If I could be somebody who didn't who have Who was a the first sentence, person to get with Lori Harvey? I think it was Justin Cohn. I'm pretty sure it was Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was the first rapper. So, Soldier Boy. <clears throat> Yo, is Soldier Boy the first rapper to do everything? Soldier Boy is the first rapper to rap. Hey. He's also the fr- Yo, it's Memorial Day. And he's a soldier boy. That's false. What do you mean? Nah. Don't do that. He, I don't think he's in the military. He, <laughs> soldier boy is the first rapper to pretend to be in the military. <laughs> yeah, soldier boy, uh, big Draco, is out here revealing the facts. Yeah. He's the first rapper to do everything. everything. He's the first rapper to have the Lamborghini cell phone. He the first rapper to say he the first rapper. That's a fact right there. I love Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy is a genius and should deserve more flowers than he gets. I mean, he gets a lot of flowers because he demands them. Yo, I'm the first one to really need my flowers. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but if you think about modern day hip hop, there's two rappers that I feel like don't get enough credit for spawning everybody that's out right now. And one of them is Soldier Boy, and the other one is Chief Keef. Because people give Wayne his flowers for doing it, and deservedly so. But Chief Keef and Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy became the it was the first rapper from the internet. He was mixing music in his room. He was making videos himself. He was on. He was YouTube before YouTube was YouTube. Yep. And Chief Keef. Started this whole drill movement and rapping with lyrics that nobody understands. And now we got mumble rap. <laughs> okay. The Chief Keef one is obvious. Because everybody sounds like that. Mm-hmm. As far as <clears throat> drill music goes. But Soldier Boy, is it because everybody's on the internet? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying Soldier Boy spawned the avenue of how music is put out now, I think, in the sense of how people become hot. He was the first guy to understand going viral and went viral. Mm. And now everybody's trying to be in that lane. So it's not a musical point. 
as far as like music, you mean musicality? Yeah. I'm, it, I think it's a music point because that's what music is now. It's not so much about the music. It's more about everything surrounding the music, like the the rollout, the um, storyline behind it, the beef you might be in, like all that kind of whatever tells the story. But I think that was Soldier Boy. But as far as just like... The sound. The sound. Nah, I don't, I don't think, think he so. has the sound, but I think he's made a huge influence on... How rappers are rappers now. Okay. Well, then shout out to Soldier Boy. The first rapper, to, the first YouTube rapper. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Hello, nice sunglasses. <laughs> so, yes, uh, Soldier Boy really does deserve everything that he has. And then some, you know, Soldier Boy's big rich, right? Yeah. He's like actually rich. He's good. He's good with business, man. And he's somebody who takes shots and <laughs> takes chances. He does. Um, I, one of my favorite moments of Soldier Boy is when he was on the phone trying to fight Quavo, and he was like, "Quavius." Uh, yeah, Soldier just figures it out, and he does it every year, just like clockwork. You know, normally he does it in January. I think he took it down a little bit for COVID. COVID yeah, you know, but then he was like, "You know what? It's April. <laughs> it's time. Let me go viral for the next two months, and then I'll go back home." And the the one thing I didn't like about Soldier going viral. Was that he never came with anything? It was always just like soldier viral moment, and then no music. That, yeah, or if he did, we never heard about it. But this time, the music came first. He did the clap, clap, clap thing, and then he went viral. And it's like, okay, Draco, I like that. You soldier. know, so I think I honestly think he's a genius in a certain marketing sense. But at the same time, I honestly just think he just does it by accident he it's just, just is like a part of his personality he just is viral yeah he just is that and it's just like well if i don't have anything to sell i just okay I'm who, viral. who you got out of uh soldier boy bow wow versus <sighs> boy let me look at soldiers <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you this i'm gonna uh, this is a super hot take because none of this so when i say you're gonna realize why but I think Soldier Bow Wow is gonna go much like Jeezy Gucci without all the gangster stuff. Because they're friends. No. Well, I know they're friends, but they're they're gonna talk trash. They're already they're already talking trash. But I think Bow Wow's catalog is gonna be clearly stronger than Soldier Boys. Mm, I don't know. As far as like billboard charts. I don't know. Mm, yeah. Bow Wow, back, back, people don't realize, like, they they see Bow Wow now, but when Bow Wow was, like, 8, 9, 10 years old, everything he put out was a smash. I think that's the problem. It, yeah, older, maybe, but that's what I'm saying. But with, like, Jeezy, you think, like, catalog, but Gucci has the performance, mm -hmm. the swagger, the relevance, <laughs> like... His performances are going to be much better than Bow Wow, and he's going to steal the show, much like Gucci did in the Versus as well. Bow Wow's going to steal the show? No, oh, Soldier. Soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soldier's Gucci, Bow Wow's going to be Jeezy. Bow Wow has a little bit of personality, too. He's just a little cornier, but... But I don't think he he's as relevant as far as, like... Being his personality is as big as soldiers. Soldier knows how to use his personality in he does. 2021. He knows he knows what to say to just make everybody say, "Oh my gosh!" Right? But look at this. Soldier boy got kissed me through the phone, which is fire. Big big time hit. Crank that, of course. Crank that created 
two years of people dancing right. to songs. Like everybody song, ate off of that. Like three years. Yeah, we people was doing the SpongeBob. And there would n- there wouldn't that. even be let me whip. Yep. I mean, in it without without Soldier Boy crank that. Soldier Boy did that. Yes. Is he the first person to make dance rap? Absolutely. I don't think so. No. Uh, Soldier Boy is the first rapper to do everything. Kid sir. and play. Kid and play. Mm-hmm. Soldier Boy did it before Kid and play. Even though he was swimming around in his dad's balls okay, at the okay, time. Got it, got it, got it. <laughs> Pretty boy swag, man. That's my joint. Pretty boy swag. You That's can't my beat joint. It. That was uh uh let's see what else we got. She make it clap, of course. The new stuff. Oh, Soldier got a big one. Um, 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 um the one with Drake. Oh, uh, uh Look at we made it. We, we made it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like that's but what five Bawa. right there. That's five. I go to Bow Wow. Hold on, hold on. You don't. You can't scroll through Bow Wow's catalog hold without no, it no, being no. <laughs> Donk. She got up. She, she got up. Soldier girl. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. All right. I got it. All right. So Soldier Boy has a pretty strong. That's like ten right there. I mean, look, these are songs we know, but they're not Billboard chart toppers. I don't think this is the billboard matters. I get you, but that's what I'm saying. Like Jeezy versus Gucci is Jeezy has all of the big billboard hits. Mm-hmm. Gucci had all of the like the street, street stuff. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. This is gonna be on paper, Bow Wow's gonna look stronger. Bow Wow's catalog is gonna look stronger based off of billboard. Just the, the bigger stuff. Yeah. But so we have like you. Mm-hmm. With Ciara, with Ciara, big and time hit. We got "Let Me Hold You," big time hit. We got "Shorty Like My Shorty Like Big my. time hit. And these are all when he was still older. This is older. It's like yeah. 2005. No, I'm saying like he oh, was yeah. already old. He has hits before this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these are his big, big, big ones. Okay, then he got "Bow Wow" on Omarion girlfriend. Yep, huge song. Out of my system, huge song. Ain't thinking about you. Here, huge song. I think they like me. Oh, I think they like he 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 killed that verse. Did he? he was just on a verse of that one remix. He could play it. Yeah, fresh as I'm is. I like that song a lot. Okay, Bow Wow on paper I think has the yeah. songs, and you didn't even soldiers, do his young songs. Soldiers, see, I don't think those are gonna count. I play your best skin. That's what I'm saying. It's like he's gonna play that, but it's like it's gonna come off corny now. I don't know, it's man. So old, it, and it's, it's and he was a kid. And but, we all know he didn't write it. So it was just like... Mm. Or did he? He ain't write it. He already admitted to it. And oh. Snoop admitted to it. He was like, I wasn't writing none of them songs. He said that he okay. started writing in like the early 2000s. Okay. Late 2000s. Yeah, so... Bow Wow... Wait. Is Bow Wow the first industry plant? No. Okay. All right, well then. Okay. Soldier Boy was. <laughs> <laughs> Soldier Boy did it himself. Okay? He ain't got planted by nobody. Uh, I think because Donk and... Yeah, yeah. Like, those songs went so hard. He's going to have the performance yeah. on lock. Yeah. It's going. It's not going to be close. Like, that's what I'm saying. They have songs together, and that makes it kind of fun. Yeah. I liked it. But the, but uh, Shad's throwing, throwing, throwing some shade at him right now. What's he saying? He's saying just because it's TikTok famous doesn't make it a hit. And he put up, he put up like Billboard where Soldier is on Billboard, and he his none of his songs are chart chart. Oh, that's the thing. So that's he's already setting it up. My songs chart, your songs just go viral. Going viral isn't a hit, is what he's trying to say. 
Yeah, but Bow Wow hasn't had a song go get on any go viral. <laughs> no viral, no billboard for like. That's what I'm saying. So it's gonna be an interesting battle. Fifteen. Years. It's gonna be an interesting battle, right? All right. So Bow Wow really can't be talking all that much because Soldier Boy is also a producer and he just produced that song with Nicki Minaj, mm. and also Bow Wow is worth one point five million dollars. I remember there was a time where you thought you could get Bow Wow on a project. I could get Bow Wow for the SAG minimum. I got. <laughs> It was under the minimum. <laughs> I was trying to give him three hundred. Wow. <laughs> he was he was like negative net worth. And I believe I, I did get a response. Let me not say <laughs> Let's see how much soldier is worth. I think he's worth about uh thirty five, thirty million. Wow. I don't think so. Young soldiers doing life better than yeah, <laughs> a little bit than Bow Wow. Yeah, Bow Wow has been having a hard time, but you know what? It's okay. Dang, even that BET money for Bow Wow isn't putting them up over BET money. Don't he have those shows and he growing up hip hop and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, he growing up making twenty five hundred dollars. Wow, <laughs> I thought oh, loving hip hop's on VH1. That aren't on BET. Yeah, that VH1 money different than oh, the BET on. money. <laughs> They, they just spit. You want the spit? <laughs> that pays you. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a shot to BET. I made money with you guys. Um. Also, wow. BET is I think Viacom. So you so. got um you got Soldier over Bawa. Yeah, his hits are just bigger and they're Soldier. stronger. What's the next verses you want to really see? I don't care about verses. No. Nah. I I saw uh the ladies one. Who was it? TLC? No, not TLC. Who was it? It was um, Keisha Cole versus Ashanti. No, 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 no. The ladies, the group ladies, like three weeks ago. Oh, I, I missed it. It was, uh, I want to say it was, T- no, it wasn't no TLC. TLC yeah. only has two right now. Yeah. Ah, yeah. RIP le- left eye. Chris, you don't know? Damn. Damn, that's how you know. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that popping. I guess not. Um, I didn't hear nothing about it. I stopped watching them a while ago. Like, I would catch it here and there. I saw a little bit of Snoop Dogg. Um, DMX one. DMX one. But RIP. to be honest with you, Versus is boring. Uh, I thought the Gucci Jeezy uh, one was pretty entertaining. I watched that one, too. I watched that one, too. It was just cool. Just because Gucci. Gucci's entertaining, too, but I don't know. I, I just, I was just like, oh, they just playing their songs? Cool. But this one, I'm more interested yeah, in because Soldier Boy, like, he's a comedian pretty much, and you know? he's in his own right now. He is. He's ready to go. Um, well, he gonna have. I'm, he, he gonna say I'm the first rapper to be on verses, even though he. <laughs> <laughs> and people are gonna be like, you know what, soldier? You are the first rapper to be on verses. You'll find a way to make it. I'm the first internet rapper to be on verses. Check the stats. SODMG. I support Soldier Boy and everything he does, man. Yeah. Good guy. Good guy. All right. Chris, what's going on in your life? You were Google. Oh, damn. I'm trying to figure out who that was. I was trying to Google verses. Hold on. <laughs> You couldn't figure it out? I was pulling it up. Oh, who was it? Let me see. Was it Lettucey? I know who it was. No, 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 I saw there's a... a, Oh, it was T.I.'s wife, uh, Escape, Uh, versus... Ex-wife, right? No, that's his wife. They got back together? It was called Versus Battle, no? Yeah, it was Escape versus um, another group. In Vogue? No, not in Vogue. Wait, 
I keep going back to TLC. It's not TLC. Escape versus somebody else. 3LW? <laughs> Type that in, Chris. Escape versus. The Ford Escape versus the Ford Edge. No, <laughs> no Escape is spelled X. X S C A P E. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then versus is spelled V E R Z U Z. Hold on, hold on. X. Escape. And then V E R S W V. That's W V. You and Weak in the knees, I can hardly breathe. I'm losing control. Hey. Yes, I watched some of that, and it's just a concert. So that was even more boring. What I really want to see. <laughs> he was into it, and then he was like, Yeah, I was boring. <laughs> it, was, it was. They kept having mic issues. It was just a mess. Yeah, that's like the. Where do they do it? Production of Versus. At a theater. Yeah. The production of Versus definitely could step up a little bit. This one was very high budget. It actually surprised me because once you get on the Versus Live, mm-hmm. you know, Instagram Live, it was a full-on production. Mm-hmm. I'm talking different camels, cameras, a jib, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But the ladies did not seem prepared. It just seemed out of whack. And so for me, I was like, why am I watching this concert? This is why I don't like watching some award shows because it's like, mm, they're just going to be singing. I saw there's this new show coming out. I don't know if it's on... BT or VH1, but it's uh, they're putting all these old female R&B group people together on a show to create. <laughs> you know, know Sunil, you know what Sunil's on. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Number one, I actually <laughs> did see it while we were, while I was watching <laughs> the Love and Hip Hop. Yo, uh, when we, went, we went to Vegas. Sunil was like, "Yo, I want to go out, man." <laughs> Loving hip hop is on. <laughs> my favorite episode is verbatim. On. Came out of my, my favorite episode. No, I can't even. Uh, it was the episode with Ray J and Soldier Boy. He was like, yeah, yeah, I ain't going nowhere. Soldier Boy was the first rapper on <laughs> Loving Hip Hop. <laughs> Actually, if we kind of go back for a quick second, you remember that song "I Hit It First by Ray J? Yeah, that gives me "Tell Steve Harvey I Don't Want Her" vibes, doesn't it? But that, so you think, but you think Future was trying to be relevant? Because <laughs> oh, that's why Ray J wrote goodness. that song. <laughs> Friend of the show, Ray J. <laughs> Great guy. Yo. We love you on Love and Hip Hop. Yes. <laughs> I actually bump One Wish. Great song. I even like this song with the new boys. Uh, Yeah. No, I don't... Moving on. <laughs> Segway. Yeah, your, your girl was on stage and uh Yo <laughs> My girl Koi Larray. Mm-hmm. Look, first of all, Academics was foul for posting that on his page. <laughs> Alright. I love Ack. Ack, you, you do don't good love work. Ak. I do now. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Ever since you like educated me on what Ack actually does and I started paying more attention to Ack, I, I can respect Ack. Yeah, he's a genius. Um I still think what I thought about him. Sure. But um, But that's his job to sp- you know, get the people talking. Yeah, but he's smarter. He could do it in a better way, I think. I think that he, he I don't th- I think he he doesn't need to be a vulture. I think he could actually change 
change if he chose to be in that lane because of his smarts and all this kind of stuff. I know he tries to do it, but then he goes and does the ratchet stuff, and I'm just like, all right. But we, we all love the ratchet stuff. But my girl Koi, yeah, on the come up, mm-hmm. all right? She's putting out bangers. She put out a banger. She has a couple. Name, name um there's her first single was pretty hot it was um dang i can't remember the name but yeah. i just played all the time yeah hold up no more parties in la and then she's doing a lot of features that are going viral um do better that uh, song was fun. Uh, i never heard that one it's good. But anyways. If she performed so that she, one on the stage, I would have just been like that. So anyways, I don't know who she's opening for in this on this show. Right? She's clearly not the headliner. And the people that were at the show weren't expecting her or didn't recognize her or couldn't see her or whatever. <laughs> whatever it was be. Oh, but there's her. definitely <laughs> a clip of people like kind of looking as if they were trying to figure out what was going on. But uh-huh. They were definitely standing up, like Nicki Minaj said. So Nicki came out and and because Koi. So what happened? Obviously, there's this clip that went viral. Academics posted it. It went viral on the internet. I'm sure it was on the Shade Room, even though I don't follow the Shade Room. But it's showing Koi Ray performing, and the audience kind of just not singing the song or kind of confused they're as to who engaged. yeah not, not i don't know if they're not engaged they just definitely were like quizzical looks on their face as far as trying to figure out what was going on and so then koi goes on social media and is showing like she's having like a little mental breakdown really yeah she like was like i'm not going to the next show <laughs> like you know all this hate all this kind of stuff and so some of the queens <laughs> Queens of hip hop came out and showed her support. Really, the main one being Nicki. So I, Nicki I Minaj, Nicki Minaj came out and said, "Don't do that." Like you know, understand that these people uh, may not have known who you were, but they were out, they were definitely uh, standing up, in- engaged, trying to figure out who it was. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right, I got it. I, I pulled it up. Nicki Minaj says. Oh, wait. Where did Coyle Ray say that she wasn't going to be performing? So she just said, I'm not going to I'm not going to make it to Virginia. She like, tweeted up. Yeah. OK. All right. So her original tweet said the love used to outweigh the hate. But now the hate outweigh the love. And it's slowly destroying me. Beam me up. Scotty says, don't do that. Chin up. Always remember this. When black people not effing with you, hashtag they will boo. Those people were on their feet. That means they may not have known the song, but they were interested in getting to know more. So they were observing you. Charge it to the game and move on, butterfly. Hey, that was big for Nikki. That An is elder. big for, for Nikki. We already know what Nikki does. Because, yeah, most people, the the the... People go at Nikki saying she's not very supportive of young female rappers. That, super nice. Yeah, and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. But for her to go out of her way to do that, and then Koi retweeted that, it, it brightened up her day. She ended up getting on a, a private jet to get over to Virginia, and she made the show. She literally like did that all because of what Nicki Minaj did. 
Well, shout out to Nikki, man. Yeah. Shout out to Nikki for hey, being Hey, maybe nice. Nikki with her newfound motherhood yeah. now feels the need to, uh, you know, take care of some of these young girls. Especially with a little bit of a loss that she just went through, you know, a recipe to her father and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I think those type of things soften you up and make you realize, like, you know what? Why was I acting like that? And we have to give people the opportunity to evolve. We as a society do we, should. Do we? Yeah. Yeah, okay. We sure do. I agree. So... Pro, you know, shout out to Nikki. Props to her for for doing that. I, I mean, she didn't have to, and she she did. And you know, my girl Koi's gonna be on top of the world pretty soon. You think she got another song in her? Yeah. Okay. I think she's gonna be one of the biggest uh, biggest stars eventually. She's very talented, and she has a great personality. She has the right look. You know, she's she's uh She's doing things the right way, I believe. I'm interested in seeing what happens because I kind of have a feeling that she's like the next Tanache. I think she isn't. I think she, she, so Tanache. And to I me, love Tanache, baby mama. She right makes there. really good music and she's a great dancer. But I don't think Tanache had the internet presence that Koi has mm-hmm. and has the personality that Koi has. And it looks like Koi seems to be. A little more um, in control of her career, whereas Tanache just seemed like she was just doing what people were telling her to do. I actually can kind of see that because for a bit, Tanache didn't know she wanted to be the cute one or the mm-hmm. sexy one or the dancer or the like. It's just like, what? right? Which one are you like? What? So, um, yeah, I mean, let's see what happens to Big Per. Let's see. Yo, girl. I'm going to be watching. I'll be paying attention from afar. <laughs> <laughs> did you got, did you see uh, Kwame uh, Brown speak to Judge Joe Brown? Yeah, I watched seventy five percent of it. He let Judge go on too long, man. I wish Kwame would have jumped in a little bit more. Well, well he's, he's learning how to respect- do interviews. I think he was just being yeah. respectful, and it, there's nothing that stops you from being on the internet for two and a half hours. True. Um, what do you think about it? <clears throat> I think that Judge Joe Brown. He's a funny guy. Hilarious. I, I mean, I think this was the first exposure to a lot of people of Judge Joe Brown outside of um, his, show? his show. I've been on Judge Joe Brown for a long time, so no, nothing he said was, like, new to what really? I've... Yeah, I've, I've heard all this stuff out of him. He's been on this tip for a good... I've seen it for at least the last five years. I've seen it only last year okay. when he was talking about Trump and all the stuff that mm-hmm. Trump was doing all that. But this time around... The shade to the vice president and all that. I was like, okay, this guy is 73 and he doesn't care anymore. And he said it. He's like, there's no career for them to ruin. So I. He's retired. Yeah. He's like, whatever I do from this point on is just going to just going to be for fun. He's like, there's nothing they could do to me. (laughs) I like that. so we haven't talked about young Thanos. Bring, give it to me. Kwame. Give it to me. The people's champ. Mm. So we missed the week that uh, Kwame became Kwame. Yes. So um, do you watch all the smoke podcasts? Do you, do you I follow? Don't watch nah, it. you're not. I, into I, I listen. Like I, I, but I you watch, know about it. I watch men on the internet. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. So, um, All the Smoke Podcast, obviously, and I mean, most people probably already know all this, but All the Smoke Podcast, Matt Barnes, Steven Jackson, two, you know, um, basketball players. Uh, they all, they were role players. Neither of them were stars. No. Both of them were journeymen, but they were both known for, like, being tough guys. Mm-hmm. 
Steven Jackson was one of the guys that went up in the stands with Ron Artest and mm-hmm. punched the, the the people in the stands and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. No, um, you know, very open about his gang affiliations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So Steven Jackson is uh, very open about who he is. Yeah. So um, Steven Jackson, most like recently, you know, hit him and George Floyd were very close friends. So, um, George Floyd, George Floyd. Yeah. So when George Floyd obviously, um, went through, became, you know, on the forefront of, 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 um, society, um, Steven Jackson also became, you know, big in the BLM activists and stuff like that. Matt Barnes also was a, was a notable tough guy. Probably his most famous thing was, you know, throwing the ball and, uh, like faking the ball into Kobe's face and Kobe didn't flinch. Mm. That was Matt Barnes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, recently probably most notable is him driving seven hours to get an altercation with Derek Fisher, who is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, dating his ex-wife at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're engaged and about to get married now. So yes. anyways, these guys were uh, doing a podcast with Jeannie Buss, owner of the Lakers, and then um, Gilbert Arenas, who um, you know is a basketball player, played with Kwame, and in both interviews, took took some shots at Kwame Brown, the athlete, mm-hmm. and people have been doing this for the last twenty years. Kwame Brown was the first high school. Um, straight out of high school athlete to get drafted number one mm-hmm. um, to the Washington Wizards at that time. Mm-hmm. Michael uh, Michael Jordan was part owner of the team. Mm-hmm. So, and he didn't have the, um, you know, like all-star, all-NBA career that maybe some people expect from a number one draft pick. Um, and he's just been, you know, guys like Stephen A. Smith and all this kind of stuff just took shots at him and, and berated him for his whole career. And this was about 20 years ago. So anyways, Mm -hmm. these shots were taken and Kwame was done Mm -hmm. and he went to YouTube, made some YouTube lives. He went to Instagram, made some Instagram lives and it's been going for the last two weeks. Do you think that this continues? Yes. But Strong. in a different way. Okay. I think Kwame has now become a voice, and I think we are going to see Kwame as a voice in on the internet. I think he's going to have his own podcast. Um, I don't know if it's going to be an interview setting, but he's already interviewed uh, Judge Joe Brown. He's done an interview with Devin George, um, who is a former uh, former basketball player as well, who's doing great things in the community, um, in his community. I and think, so I think well, this is what second. Kwame There's is going to do. One thing that we missed out, which I think is super important to how Kwame became Kwame. Charlemagne. 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 So Charlemagne gets on the show and he says, in a way to say like, hey, stop making fun of this guy, right? Stop, don't, don't, don't play with Kwame Brown because... His fathers are this, his brothers are that, so on and so forth, and names every charge that everything that has happened that should be family business and airs it out for the world. It has nothing to do with Kwame at that also. Didn't say anything about Kwame. Right. Said it about his dad, his, his brother, brother, his all, sister. All this stuff. And Kwame responded and said, Hey, my kid didn't even know that. Now, for me, 
when Charlemagne gave himself Donkey of the Day for saying all that stuff, it did not come out genuine. Nope. Mainly because of one thing he said. This is all public information. Mm-hmm. And that just goes back to say, hey, I didn't do anything wrong, but I'm sorry I did it anyway. And it's one of those. I'm sorry I got caught. Yeah. like, And maybe just trying to make yourself look better right. to the people, because when I watched it and I saw him airing all this information, I was like, well, damn. Right. But the worst part about this is Charlemagne has a. You can call it. Sexual misconduct charge. Right. And I believe it was a uh, a settlement. Like, they settled to this charge. He got a lesser charge, yeah. yeah. He got a deal. Okay. <clears throat> misconduct or something like that. When Kwame Brown spoke about that, and he said that he's waiting for one more thing about his family that the media uh-huh. is going to say he didn't mention it. But when he spoke about that, Charlemagne sent a cease and desist. He sent that paperwork. Quick. Quick, them white boys sent them them paperwork quick, quick, and that's how I know your apology is not sincere. And here's another thing that some people may have caught, some people don't. Um, Charlemagne has a vested interest in the All the Smoke podcast mm-hmm. because they are on his platform mm-hmm. um, that he has with iHeart, <clears throat> so he's making money off this podcast. Mm-hmm. So for him to not be involved, to in, in put himself in to the conversation and then not talk about what was actually going on, but then just what Kwame is calling is dox him by bringing up all this stuff. And what was the point that he was trying to make? That Kwame is violent. Mm-hmm. Kwame is a killer. Kwame mm-hmm. is crazy. He comes from killers. Yeah. Don't mess with Kwame. Like already basically taking character shots without Mm -hmm. actually saying the words right and so kwame being the man that he is the alpha that he is came back and it's great to see somebody be able to fight back and it's not like um like you know how like candace owens or like all these other people that are kind of like if you feel like are doing it for clout chasing, Kwame's coming off super authentic. It's not coming off like Kwame's like has some kind of agenda as far as like he's trying to get a bigger some kind of big movie deal or you know, it just seems like Kwame got fed up. Is tired of people talking about him. His son is sixteen years old, probably a fan of um the the podcast that he, of of, you know, all up all the smoke and um He's probably like, dude, I can't. You let you guys just talk to talk about me the way my son any, be watching this. Kind of way. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And you know what? If somebody talks about you for 20 years and you turn the other cheek, you ran out of cheeks. Yeah. Point blank. Point blank, period. <laughs> and I think what hurt Kwame was that these are people in the fraternity. It's one thing when, like, analysts are saying it and media people and all this kind of stuff. But when you say Steven Jackson and Kwame used to be teammates. Right. What What did they say exactly? So it was basically with Jeannie Buss, they said, um, so they were talking about there was a trade that brought Paul Gasol to the Lakers. And in that trade, Marc Gasol and Kwame were traded to um, the Grizzlies. And then Steven Jackson or Matt Barnes, one of them was like, not only one person was traded in that. Basically, basically saying that Kwame wasn't 
wasn't anything in that wasn't even part of that trade wasn't even a player worth being thrown into that trade it was really all about Marcus all so that was one thing and then I think with Gilbert Arenas it was some just like same type of shots like he was a bust and all this kind of stuff like you know um that type of stuff so it was just stuff that people have been saying for the last 20 years but you know, Kwame is like, why do you guys need to... And he pretty much is exposing these guys now as far as, like, he calls it the get-along gang and... Get-along, um, go-along. Get-along, go-along gang. And, you know, talking about how these prevalent black voices, and, I mean, you could speak to it way more than I can, seem to, like, be there to denigrate, you know, or have the past to, you know, talk bad about black men. And, and put it in it, it, w- the biggest thing that I took out of it is for me, like I'm like what Kwame put into perspective for me is, you know, w- when these when it, whether it be an actor, whether it be a music person, whether it be an athlete, these guys have gone to a level of success that is really, really hard to get to. Yep. And because they're in the public eye, we tend to we I mean, we, we give the opportunity to like critique and. What Kwame was saying is like, I, people keep calling me a bust, but I played in the league for 12, 13 years. I made $65 million. I'm from the hood and I'm now my family is not in the hood. Mm. My mom at, at the age of 18, I was able to move, change my mom's life and move her to a golf course. Mm-hmm. So how am I a bust? And his whole message is like, we keep vict- telling, you know, and he's focusing on black youth that, you know, we're victims we're victims. We can't ever be. And he's like, I am living proof of what can what what success could be like if you're a free thinker and all this kind of stuff. So I love his message. Um, I think it's super necessary. I wish him nothing but success. And you know the way that he's going viral and the following that he's he's taking. You know they're saying Kwame and Kevin Samuels 2024. <laughs> we're, we're not gonna do that. But here, here's what I have to say about that. I think that once you hit a certain level in the industry, um, especially when you're a personality, somebody that people listen to, you drop the idea of potential. You drop the idea that uh, there is more race to run. Once you get on that Joe Budden level, that Charlemagne level, you have this sense of resentment for something, whether it's something that didn't go your way and it could have made you bigger, or maybe you did something that challenges your morality and you want to place that on somebody else. But that happens. And with Charlemagne, it's so interesting because if you go listen to Charlemagne on The Breakfast Club, he's a nut job. Like he's just a... a a babbling idiot but then he doesn't say the same message on his podcast with uh Andrew Schultz. Schultz. the messages are not the same what do you think is different in the messages well on the breakfast club it's pain suffering victim 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 all of this like it's it's like we just can't get enough of it the america kkk thing like all of it it's just all bad 
you know, and it's just like when we were talking about they were him and Envy were having a conversation and it sucks that Envy, Envy is the smarter person in the conversation. But they were talking about the situation with the girl that got shot who was trying to stab the other girl. And Envy was trying to make the point that, hey, man, these type of police interactions, they do vary case by case. And honestly, it does. What doesn't vary case by case? Soldier boy. He's always the first. He's always the first. <laughs> Point blank. Okay. But Charlemagne exposed how he thinks and how he wants other people to think in that conversation because he said, no, it doesn't. It doesn't vary case by case. If there's a black people, that, if there's a black person there, they are going to shoot, period. And it's like, well, that doesn't take account into, that doesn't take factual information into account. You're just responding in this weird emotional way because perhaps you're a part of the media and that's a, a lot of the stories that have, are being fed to you. But if you go to his conversations with Andrew Schultz, brilliant, on the idiots. brilliant idiots, he's a little bit less on that, like that. Path. And so I realized that, Charlemagne, Joe, when he goes on his white people rants and all that kind of stuff, it's just there's a there's something happening in that space with the people who at the very top who don't want you to be there next to them. And who are these people at the very top you're speaking of? I don't know. George Soros. So are you, I don't know. Are you talking about like the executors? I really don't Executives. know. I, I feel like, you know, when everybody used to say, like, Trump isn't president, it's Steve Bannon. Yeah. There's a Steve Bannon up there that says, yo, this is the message that has to be. It, it's like it's like when people speak on women's rights and they and they, they fight for things that already exist. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's stuff like that where it's like, OK, what if we just take a step back and just look at the bigger picture? What are we fighting about? What are we angry about? Of course, there's legitimate things that anger people of my race right or ethnic like whatever we are but the message seems to remain that there is this ultimate boogeyman that just can't get ahead white but supremacy you know, but you know what though why does Charlemagne have a, a deal with iheart i'm sure white people work there yeah why does he work at iheart I sh i'm sure White people work there. So it's like, you're okay with receiving your blessings, but when it's somebody else, it's like, no, 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 you need more. You, it, It's like, it's that kind of message what I think is messing with the people that listen to him because I read the comments and people agree so quickly with what he has to say. And I just can't, I can only imagine who's on the other side of that comment listening to these things that are just like, you just can't until they... Until they, until, until they what? After a certain point in time, you have to put it on yourself. So I think. And I, that's not to take away from real issues. Right. right. But it's the messaging is just. Well, I think media is media for the purposes of media, right? Media does a ads. really great thing. Yeah. And they're also really good at creating narratives. They're really good. So if you say something enough times. It becomes the truth. If you see it on television, it becomes the truth. And one of the things that 
a guy like Kwame is doing is like, yo, be a free thinker. And if you're not, if, and look at what they do to free thinkers. And he kind of laid out the playbook of what, what's going to happen. He's like, they're going to go after, they're going to try to, um, they're going to try to ruin my character. They're going to try, they're going to, uh, all of these people are going to come after me and all this kind of stuff. The go along, get along game. And, and it's happening as he, as he, as he said it was. And then he said, the next thing that's going to happen is they're going to get a woman to come after me. Like, that's what he's saying is the next play uh, out of this playbook that he thinks is going on. But to go back to what you were saying, I think it's about, I think people, most people, majority of people kind of stick to their own echo chamber. And you only hear, and I think for me, what really opened the black way, birds of a feather flock together. But what I, (laughs) what I'm saying is, especially in this last election year, it is remarkable to see how little, like I would talk to people that are super Trump supporters. I would talk to people that are super, you know, anti-Trump supporters because there wasn't really any Biden supporters. It was just anti-Trump or Trump supporters, right? And it was remarkable to see how little each side knew about the other side. And what I meant by that is like the only inform like you could tell where they got their information from, mm-hmm. from what they were saying. And if you, if you give alternative facts, they would be like, Oh, I didn't know that. Wait, what's an alternative fact alternative to what they thought was the facts. So, so a fact, a fact, but alternate or when you give them alternate information, I say not alternate facts, like uh, the other side of the, another perspective. Okay. Um, they're like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Sure. Right. And so to think that that's just going to stop, like now all of a sudden everybody's going to be open to hearing. No, if you're listening to the breakfast club, the chances that you're listening to Jason Whitlock, are very slim. The chances that you're listening to Candace Owens is is very slim. The chances that you're listening to, you know, uh, Sonny Johnson or, or you know, any other like you know black show that on the other side, right? You're not listening to that. So, a guy like Charlemagne gets carte blanche on his, on his show he gets to say whatever he wants, whatever he wants, and everybody will listen to it. And think that it's true because true. it's unchecked. True. Nobody's nobody's coming back at him being like, nah, man, that's not the truth. And why he can't do it on Brilliant Idiots is there's a white guy on the other side mm. that's pretty smart in Andrew Schultz mm. that he can't just get away with just being and Andrew like, Schultz isn't just some left-leaning loser. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's pretty, like, neutral Somewhere as far as, like, yeah. he's. I would actually say he's closer to the right but he's somewhere more in the middle i think he publicly wants to be not on the right but he's very he's he's seems to be somebody who will take in information and take it as is versus putting some kind of spin either way you know Mm -hmm. what i mean Mm -hmm. which i think is the problem right one of the problems with how media is right now is whatever information they take they have certain color lenses on they're either left or right lenses and whatever that information is they're going to put their story on it versus just talking about the information as is. Well, I have some stats for you. All right, let's Simply go right here. Okay. Joe's stats. Okay. Ready? No golf trips, no insults, no racist rhetoric, no whining, 
No complaining, no bragging, no blaming, no hate speech, and no crazy tweets. Is Joe Biden the greatest president of our generation? <laughs> no, soldier boy. <laughs> but yeah, I as a person who um as a person who who again I, I do recognize um life's difficulties. I think that the message moving forward in life is never one that encourages you to keep one eye forward and one eye back. Because if you're crossing a bridge that's burning, the one second that you take to turn around, and this is not to say to study your history. It's not, it's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying it, what I'm saying is while you're moving across that bridge that's burning, uh, that one second where you turn around to look at what has been burned can cost you your life. What I'm saying is reach your destination and then turn around and see how far you got. Right. I don't like the message. And and this is not against the breakfast club in general, because I actually am a really big envy fan for some reason. Um, but when Charlemagne speaks, I also, and Joe Budden does this all the time too, I hear somebody who doesn't know themselves and is conflicted about what their message should be. I say that because, for example, Joe Budden will say something about mental health and this that, and the third, and he doesn't want to talk bad about people. And when people talk bad about him, it's a problem. Blah, blah, blah. But this guy is toxic. Like he's a bad guy. Right. He's not a good person. You know, and it's like, okay, you say all this stuff, but your actions and your words don't dictate the message you're trying to send, which it's is why it's fun to watch because you're 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 an exploding vehicle. You know, you can't keep your eye off of mess. Right. And that's what Charlemagne is too, because it's clear that he want there's some message in there that he wants to tell people but he just can't say it. And I think the best example of that was when he spoke to that lady and uh, Rush Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh and Angela, Angela Stan King. Yeah. Like they didn't, he didn't, he and the other ones did not have a response for those two. And I'm not saying Rush Limbaugh is great or anything like that, but I'm saying when you get into those spaces and you want to have those serious conversations about actionable items that you could do to change the world, when you rely on, slogans and buzzwords you change and affect nothing i agree and i think that there's a larger issue that i'm starting to see more and more prevalent that that type of mentality is actually um infesting and i think guys like kwame are important to to take on like the youth because there's this and I'm going to give a couple of examples, but um, this whole victim mentality and today is Memorial Day, right? And Memorial Day is a day that we are take time to think about our, our fallen, you know, soldiers that gave their life for our freedoms here in the U.S. And it's interesting to see to me. How much pride or how much um, I saw an athlete, Francis Ngannou, 
UFC heavyweight championship champion right now. He's from um, Africa, Nigeria, Cameroon, and um, he posted something saying thank you to the American soldiers who gave their life. Basically talking about how he it, because of them he's able to be um, the where he is right now. And you come from immigrant parents. I come from immigrant parents, and my parents are now U.S. citizens, and the reverence that they have for this country because of the life they were able to give them and their children um, is so, like, high. And then I see some of the people that are in the media that speak about America and, you know, guys that just are and, and, and guys and girls, uh, men and women, that basically say America is the worst place in the world, right? And... Um, this is the, and what what I'm getting to. So I was at work. Um, I guess this was Friday, and I was I was sitting um, I was sitting in my office, and three of my coworkers came into my office, and we were just like um, shooting the shit or whatever, and we ended up talking about the hierarchy at the at the company that I work with, one of the future you know Fortune 100 corporate company, right? And they, I was talking about how, you know, I'm not looking to stay in the same position I'm in no more than a year. These are the steps that I've taken and all this kind of stuff. And then they went through the hierarchy and clearly all the people that are in like the top five positions at where I work all happen to be white. All right. So, Damn it. <laughs> so the evil white. Exactly. Right. So two of the people that I'm talking to are Hispanic. One of them is white. Okay. So. This is the conversation is very close to how I'm about to say it right now. So the one Hispanic male said, I, I won't be able to get a promotion because I'm not tall enough, but you're lying. I'm not tall enough. They usually give promotions to people who are taller and that are white. So he, the, he looks over to the white guy and he's like, this guy will be able to get the promotion because he's white. And he said, no, no, no. I'm white, but I'm too old. Ageism is a thing. They'll much rather give the the um, the promotion to somebody who's younger. They'll look at my age and they'll take me out of the thing. And then went over and, and I and then they looked at me and then I looked at the Hispanic girl that that I, that I work with and I was like, "What do you think about this?" And he's like, "Yeah, this company's racist. Unless you're white, you're not going to be able to get to the top. Don't you feel the same way?" And I looked at him and I was like, no, nah, I think I could get whatever I want. <laughs> I just got to work at it, but I'll get whatever promotion I want as long as I perform the way I need to perform. And it was just like a, and but, but taking a step back, I was just like, how do you guys get to a point where you already think that you can't get somewhere because of stuff that's not in your control? And it comes from all of this year, like whether it be in the schools, whether it be in the media of just this whole, like, it doesn't matter if you're a certain insert into this box. If you fit into this box, because you are not fit into this other box, you will never be able to have success. Yet there is multiple, uh, just like multiple examples of people who are in this one box that are much more successful than the people that are in this other box. Yet we just ignore that. Uh, let me ask you this question. Please. 
do you feel like because you're brown uh things are harder for you or because you're indian so you're you're asian but you're not asian and you're brown but you're not brown so do you feel like you like do you even feel like you get the like oh he's smart yeah do you get do you feel like they pass you along in that sense in what in you mean who is they or we like i guess the corporate giants like it, you know how you know there's the stereotype asian right. people are smart right i pretty much think when i see a indian person i already am like oh that person's a genius right right so do you feel like you it, there's things in your way like my dad tells me all the time he told me oh, you'll never be successful because you're black in this country so but meanwhile his wife is extremely <laughs> successful and my mom is extremely successful okay but uh but these are the type of things that are passed down right. to me. Now, mind you, I got mad white employees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> employees, huh? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. So you the boss. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't think that was supposed to happen. Well. <laughs> so. So the question is, do I feel like I get, um, do I deal with racism? Or do I do deal with. Do you feel like you deal with it? No. Mm. But. You can ask somebody that looks just like me that's come from similar backgrounds, probably maybe more successful from than me, that would feel like, yeah, they deal with racism all the time. What is the racism against Indian people? Um, so I don't know if it's Indian. I don't like I, I don't think Indians count in this country. Mm-hmm. You know, like we were just talking. Yeah. We're we're not when you talk about brown people, we're not the brown people you're talking about. Right. When you're talking about Asian people, we're not the Asian people you're talking about. Right. Uh when you're talking about religion, we're not the religion that you're talking about, right? right, right. Um so as far as that, I think we're just kind of in the cracks, but I'm not really worried about it because you know, like it is it is what it is. So I know I have a friend who felt like this is a great example of same thing two different mentalities so you remember the simpsons yeah the store owner was the name of what gerald apu okay right yeah <laughs> <laughs> apu so apu had um a heavy indian accent uh-huh. you know what i mean and so to me i looked at that and i was like wow there's an actual person that sounds like my dad that is in this one of the most famous cartoons of all time. Uh, this is awesome. And he owned a store. Yeah. He's a business owner. Yeah. My friend looks at that and is like, they're making fun of me. And because of that, I got picked on in school because everybody would call me Apu. And I was like, and so it's just like, Two different thought processes. So maybe I did come across things that could have been racist or whatever it is. I remember I used to go door to door, knocked on somebody's door, and they looked at me and they said, no terrorists allowed. (laughs) And I just straight smiled at him. I was like, good thing I'm not a terrorist. (laughs) And then then he started laughing. I started laughing, and it was what it was. But maybe somebody else looks at that and is like, because to me, I am not naive enough to think that there's not assholes in this world. Sure. And assholes can be assholes regardless of it's through racism or just. Just being stupid. Just being an asshole. Yeah. yeah. And so to me, like, I just never saw it as everything that I have, good or bad, I believe is because of choices and decisions that I made. Yeah. I'm kind of there too. Yeah. I do 
recognize racism that's happened around me and to me. Sure. I think racism exists. I do recognize that. However, I don't think I'm drowning in racism. And I also believe that there are, there is racism that maybe at a certain level, you can't get to a certain thing. I do think that that does exist. However, I also think that it's not, I think what people say is you're either going to be broke. Like you can't be comfortable because of racism. And I don't think that's true. I think we could get a lot farther. Most people could get a lot farther to live good lives. Um, regardless of how much racism there is now, maybe to get to ultra level, like running a business and maybe there's ceilings that need to be broken to there as far as like head of Amazon or head of, you know, bro, 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 you know, the CEO of Google is Indian. Yeah. Great guy. Most of these tech companies, the CEOs are Indian, Indian or Asian. Yeah. For Asian, sure. Asian. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Recognizable age. Like what the word what America recognizes. Yeah. So that's what I to me, whenever I see an Indian person, even the guy who drove me to Uber and he was saying the wildest things. But <laughs> I was like, this dude's about to be a freaking billionaire. But I I do I do see that kind of stuff. Like, oh, no, Apu. I think the person who did the Apu voice, like, apologized about it. Of course. Nowadays, you have to. I don't really see that because, A, it's, like, a little bit of a stereotype because, you know. It's a total stereotype. But at the same time, it's not a bad stereotype because he owned the store. For sure. And And Russell Peters does the same voice and became an ultra-famous comic for doing the same voice. But he was just doing it. That was his dad's voice. There you go. So, yeah, I, we live in weird times. Do you want to switch the camera out, Chris? Okay. Um, I wanted to ask, a, oh, yeah, 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 okay. What, like, compliments and things like that. So, I'm kind of switching the subject. So, the other day, I was speaking to somebody, and it was a female person, somebody who identifies, who identifies as a woman. And so, her, she, her. She, her. Okay. She, I think it was, like, she, them. Oh, wow. Uh, or she, they. No, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not making fun of you. But um, I said, oh, God. I, I <laughs> here we go. This is going to be edited out. So guys, what you, say it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sundar Pichai. So Jeevan Sati. <laughs> yeah, we should have met Javon back in Vegas. Tell you that. Sunil would have been all over oh Javon Saki. Tell you that. <laughs> well, okay. No, I just wanted to say, like, I gave, I paid somebody a compliment. And I said, hey, have you been working out? You look really good. This is the second time that compliment has blown up in my face. Okay. And they were, they were essentially saying, like, don't ever comment on how we look ever. Oh, okay. And they were like, because you said that, it just kind of sounds like you think we looked ugly all the times before. And okay. that and and that's the second the first time that happened, I was out with Bree and we went to this like little bar day bar thing. And I said that to one of her friends who I hadn't seen in a while, and boy did she cuss me out. Hard. Wow. Loud. Very embarrassing. Had to leave. Uh but is that wrong to say like, hey, you look like you've been working out, taking care of yourself. You look really good. Is that wrong? In my opinion, 
Yeah. I think that's a great, great compliment. I would love if people say that to me. I love when people say that to me. You've been working. Like, you noticed? Thank you. I think maybe the thing that was bad, I was like, oh, your face like a, a little like thinner. You look really good. <laughs> Is that bad too? It could be. Yeah, I mean, like, I say you're so. basically saying she used to be fat. All right. Well, what if she was fat? Yeah. I think, look. <laughs> you think it's you think it's bad, Chris? I, I don't. I think you just don't comment on her appearance. Just don't do it. But you know what's funny is. Because why? Because, be- because there, are, there was movie after movie, television show after television show that used to be like, man, I just wish guys would say we're beautiful. I just wish a guy would compliment me. But that's can't TV. It, huh? That's TV. But that's also what creates, like, the narrative of society. Now it's changing to, oh, like, that's toxic if, you, if you're judging me just, I'm more than just the, my looks. Which is true. But that doesn't mean you can't be like, you know what, you look beautiful. You look great. Does it change if you're talking to the person not to say i'm talking to them but at some point in time we were and Try, what do you mean talking like trying to get involved with them or were no like we involved were involved like a while ago but now it's just like kind of just catching up oh look, you look good that's fine because yeah, you know the person I, that's why i said it it wasn't like they were a stranger I, I was just like you know we used to talk but it, uh, are you talking about the breeze friend or this other oh, no, 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 no. Bree's friend, I don't even know where that came from. Because I think that's another thing, too. If you don't talk, like, consistently, like, and if you don't know that person that well, because it was Bree's friend. like. Well, I, I know that like, friend. Right. But right. that was, like, I knew her for years, you know, at the time. And that just kind of happened out of nowhere. And I was like, I don't know what I said. I paid her a compliment, whatever. But this time, it's somebody that I was like, we were, like, you know, talking, like, you know, almost relationship, you know, when we were talking. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't, I didn't see she, her in a, in a while. And <laughs> <laughs> that's easier. <laughs> yeah. You know, give away. I think a that's a her problem. I don't think that's a you problem. Man. But I was just like, I just like, cause if I lose weight and when, when I lost weight, that's the first thing people said to me, whether I knew them or did not know them. Dang, you lost a lot of weight. You look good. And I didn't think you must have thought that I looked ugly. Like, thank you. Yeah, that's you, huh? That's you. Yeah, but I think that I don't. How are we supposed to know? Don't don't comment on it. That's how you know. (laughs) Nah, but then I don't know. I think you should compliment. If you compliment, you should compliment. Like how you accept that compliment, just say thank you. If you don't like it, if they keep, I could see like if that's all you kept harping on. No. Like, oh, yeah, if it was just one uh, one off, like, wow, just you look great. Thing. Yeah, for her to just go off on you or whatever, like, I think that's just, she's toxic. No, hey, relax, relax. Uh, I disagree, but all right. No, I, th- but the, to- wait, you think that, you think that it's not, co- it's not common courtesy to just be like, thanks. I think she has already been self-conscious about it as it is, and you bringing it up doesn't help, but obviously you're not going to know that. Just to be courteous in general, don't bring it up. Don't bring, bring, bring up some. What up? Don't bring up complimenting somebody for looking good. Yeah, just don't bring it up. Nah, they if they know they look good, they look good. So oh, then we shouldn't say nice things about anybody. 
No, that's not what I said. I well, said well, don't comment so, on somebody's appearance. So you can't especially comment. Especially if they've been self-conscious about it for a long time. I just don't know that. Yeah, so why are you going to poke the bear if you don't know no, it? I, no, to me, that's I not, wasn't poking the bear. I, 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 Look, here's why I mentioned that we used to talk. I already think you're beautiful. I don't think I, you guys I, having talked before should factor into this conversation no, I, at all. But I only threw that in there because I don't think you're ugly at all. I, right, right, I just right. think like you look like you've been taking care of yourself. Like you look good. You look right. great. I haven't seen you in a while. But so if some, you look great. But you if know? somebody has the mentality of you, you're saying, oh, I look good. And their first thought process is, wow, you thought I must have looked terrible before. They got issues. So I don't think anything. She was that, just probably might have been self-conscious like that. Sure. And either way, if your self-consciousness has gotten to the point where you're lashing out at people that compliment you. That's not on the person that complimented you, and their behavior shouldn't have to change either. You need to go talk to psychologists and deal with that type of information. Deal with that situation. This. I did not say no, this. No, I'm saying this because that's terrible. Don't get into a society where we can't compliment each other on saying nice things. We got to be careful of the nice things we say. That's crazy. And anybody that's going to be like, oh, you should be careful of saying nice things to people because you don't know what's going on in their past. That's not a world that I want to live in. Hold on. Well, don't get your, don't kill yourself. No, nah, I'm not on. going to. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Let, let, me see, let me restate it because I might've said it the wrong way. Okay. I said, have you been working out? You look really good. Your face looks, uh, that's what I did. I did your face look, God, look good, and then she was like, "What? That's a little creepy." What? What you said? <laughs> okay, <laughs> we get it somewhere now. <laughs> that's that's weird. That's a weird way of complimenting really somebody. Cracking open a case. <laughs> uh. I, you should have just been like, "Man, have you been working out? You look great." You don't have to be like, "I see that like your thighs are actually like different from what they used no, to look well, like." Your face, like, like, you know what I mean? No, it's because I didn't see her in person. Yeah, but you don't have to so, say your cheeks look skinnier and all that uh, kind of stuff. Well, that's my fault. Okay. Yeah, you was you was carving a little too deep. <laughs> to me, I didn't. I thought I was like being specific with my thing because again, when I lost weight, I remember one time I walked in class and Rashawn saw me, and he saw me that morning. I went and I worked out. And then he saw me again that evening and he was like, dang, every time I see you, you just like thinner, like your face is smaller and like, you're just smaller. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. So but you much. saw Rashawn all the time. He was like a roommate, friend, somebody that he you were my close roommate, to. But he, yeah. he, we were not close, but you guys we saw him talk, at school. Talked a lot. Yeah. You guys had like a common thing. Like it wasn't like just somebody out of the, out of the, like, but that's the thing. I don't think that that I, I was somebody out of like we're not strangers to each other. But yeah, but you guys weren't also like talking all the time. Clearly, who me and this? Guy? Yeah, we were. That's what I'm trying to tell Still, you. At that point where you complimented her, no, there was a big gap in between. Not that. a huge gap. No, there. It wasn't more than than to me. Four days. Complimenting exes can be different. I think in this case, cause when you first said it. It just made it seem like she lashed out at you because you said she got thinner or she looked good. Mm -hmm. But the history and who knows how it ended or who knows what she thought, what she thought about you. Mm -hmm. And the first thing you're doing is saying her face looks skinnier. I don't think it's the first thing. See, I don't want to go to that excuse. You look great. Sure. That's fine. You know why? Because you're not getting into details. You look great. Cool. 
Thank you. If you go, oh, your face, it looks... But why would I say you look great out of nowhere? To me, that's what makes no sense. If Because if you look exactly the same, I will not say anything. But if you look better, then I will say, you look really good. Your face is thinner. Like, you look great. I could tell you, see you saying, yo, I could really tell you lost some weight in your face. But saying like, oh, your cheeks look skinnier. And I didn't say, I just said, oh, your face looks yeah, not good. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, but that's different. That's not a compliment when you're like, oh, your face looks eh, eh, eh. Like, say, dude, you look great. That's it. And I'm like, eh, eh, eh. How's that not a compliment? Because it's weird. You're not then saying I'm, anything. I'm weird. You're not saying words. You're like making noises. You don't understand that? It doesn't sound like a compliment. It sounds like, you, like maybe it's kind of like a dig. It's not a dig. I your intentions yeah, may not be that. What you're saying, it, like you're not saying. using words, you're using sounds. But it was with my fate. Like you could see me doing it. I'm sure, but it's not like I would be like, "What are you talking about?" Oh my gosh! This reminds me of when I was at the gym and this guy lost a ton of weight, but he was a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. Now, this I understand. I said, "You're looking really skinny, man," and he was like. Don't ever say that to me. <laughs> and he was like, just say I'm looking. What did he say? Leaner. Leaner. Yeah. And I was like, oh, But at okay. least he like corrected. Yeah. He was like, because he was like, don't tell a bodybuilder yeah. they look skinny. And he was and like, was like it was it. in a jovial way. It wasn't like he's like, no, he was like serious. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> but, he's, but see, that way it's like, yo, this bothers me. This is what uh, a remedy for that. It's not like what Chris was saying, just like, yo, you shouldn't like compliment you because you don't know what their insecurities are. That's crazy to me. I'm not living in that world that we're like, I, I have say, to be afraid of what my compliments are now. Like, nah, man. Just say you look great. That's, that's yeah. That's, so, that, I'm not that's what I that. thought he said. And he and, and he last out. But all this all like, oh, yeah, your face is like, yeah. Like, nah, I didn't think anything different. of that. Like, <laughs> uh, of course, the people who are watching, who are listening is. They're not going to get it. But for me, I didn't, I'm not, I didn't want to say like your cheekbones are, I was just like, like I, I'm responding to you showing me your face. I didn't see anything else. So I'm just responding to you showing me your face. And I'm like, oh, I can tell your face looks thinner. It's a compliment. But if you said it, that, that would be different from what you actually did. I don't know. I don't even get that. Uh, I, the I, words, I think maybe it's because of maybe it's because of my experience. Yeah, when people complimented me, they said the same thing to me, and I never got angry about it. But did they say your face looks thinner? Yeah, people would say the craziest things. Yeah, but did they say with words? No, like some people, some people would just do this <laughs> verbalize. Yeah, no, some people would just do this. Hey, man, losing weight. Look, look at you. Ooh, ooh, ah, ooh yeah, ooh. They would do stuff like that. Yeah, and, it, and it's like. I understand. I'm like, clearly you're, you're continuing with these sounds that is complimenting the words that you've already said. So why would I, what, what's the difficult part about me saying you look really good. I could tell from your face. Yeah. Good. And, and then like, is all of a sudden now you can't understand body language. No, but makes no sense. I'm not saying your body. I'm saying that body language of uh, uh, looks good. uh, Like uh, good is not, the same as, wow, your face looks really good. I'm not going to say that. I, I'm not going to say. I'm not. But what I'm trying to tell you is that mannerisms that you're doing isn't saying what you're trying to say. That is so weird. Yeah. That's what I think, at least. What I take, if somebody's like, oh, 
good. It's like brushing. It seems dismissive. But what about the first part? That part is fine. So if you I say, that. The first part. <laughs> no, but if I say Sunil, man, like what a nice haircut. Good. Yeah, I know you. Doing a J Lo. I know you. But they know me. Yeah, but I could see how somebody could take that as dismissive. I mean, it's like you're not a stranger. It's like, I'm so confused. I would. I don't say that to strangers. I think that you guys being in a relationship. Or having that type of relationship probably played into it more than yeah. There you want something else there too. She I think that you. I think that it. She hates you. Yeah. I think probably. that that relationship ended in a where you guys weren't seeing eye to eye, and maybe you don't realize how not eye to eye you guys are seeing. So that coming from you, so you want me to block her? I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't think that's normal behavior. Is what I'm trying to say. Well, you're saying I'm wrong, so I guess I guess I'm wrong. I just didn't see it. That I way. no, I don't think like if you did it to me, I wouldn't get offended. Because I know you and I know your intentions, and I'm not that sensitive of a person. However, I can also see where somebody sees that and doesn't get your sense of humor, doesn't get your mannerisms, and can look at that as that's dismissive. Mixed, coupled with who knows how this relationship ended. If it's anything like how I know you end relationships, she was probably more wanting it to move further than you wanted it to move further. She probably got emotional. You probably walked away. And so she was like leaving on a on a note that I'm future. <laughs> this is yeah. the second time this week somebody told me I'm being dismissive when. You don't understand that you have a sarcastic form of humor. I do know that. Of course. So like, but that, that, isn't that was gonna not exude? making a joke. Yeah. But what I'm saying is your mannerisms, everything you do exudes sarcasm. Sorry. That's not my fault. I, I'm that's what I'm saying. You but, shouldn't but have if to worry. Familiar with me. Like the person who told me I was being dismissive this week. Mm -hmm. They've known me for 13 years. So at this point now, it's like, yeah, I'm totally with you on that. You know what I'm but saying? you can't understand where they might get the sense that you're dismissive. No, mainly because then you're when on people, a, you're, then you're not then you're not then sorry. you're not self aware. That's that's an issue that you should work on. I I, I just don't or get just, it because when people talk to me that way, it's not a problem. Yeah, but that and, and people do talk to me worse than that, and they're wild to me, mm -hmm. and I don't do anything. But then when I say something that I am just kind of about like it's it's just normal i say something in passing and then it's a big problem but people talk to me in the wildest way yeah but that's real life bro real sure. life is not gonna be based off of your feelings and how you see everything you're how you um experience life and how you um what's it called formulate your opinions or um, receive information isn't going to be the same way that somebody else receives that same information. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's wrong, right, or whatever. What I'm saying is to not understand that somebody, what, what may not be offensive to you could be offensive to somebody else is naive. No, I can understand some things. Like when I was 20 or 21 or something, I was walking in Home Depot and I said something really offensive to somebody. And I totally get it. I I said something about Pocahontas. Okay. And when she got upset with me, it was like a great conversation until I said that. 
And I was like, got it. Got it. Shouldn't say that. I didn't know it was a bad thing to say. But now that I know that, I just am not going to say it anymore. So the person you're meeting today and the person who moved to this state, totally different. Sure. I said the wildest things and just did not care about your feelings at all. Today, I'm trying to figure out other people's feelings, but I just feel as if uh, there are many things I can understand that are offensive. But at the same time, there are many things I don't understand why someone can see them as offensive. I agree. I'm with you with that. And my whole way of navigating through life is understanding when somebody's ultra sensitive and if they're ultra sensitive and you don't want the drama, just go by what they're saying. And I, think I mean, that's I just, get that. And from here on out, I'm going to move a certain type of way with, with those people. But I just am still lost. Like, I, I still don't get it. You sh- don't put your energy into something that's unfigureoutable. Because no, well, I, I want to figure it out because I don't want to make the same mistake. But again. you're not going to. What I'm saying is that mistake is specific to that person. It's not something where you could do that same stuff to me or to one of Bree's other friends and they're not you're not going to get the same reaction. Right. What I'm saying is sometimes certain people are just sensitive. Like there's this one girl. I, I um, She was like really good looking girl. And this was when I was living on the East Coast. And we hung out, and everything was cool. And the first time I remember, I must have said something. And she got super upset, left. Like, she she ended the date, left, and whatever was whatever. And we didn't talk for, like, however many months. Maybe, like, six to eight months later. Damn. We tried to go on another date. Like, for whatever reason, we reconnected. Got on another date. Chilling, same spot we went to the first day. Might have been a red flag there. (laughs) Probably should have, like, probably was, you know, probably should have brought up the vibe, but whatever. Uh Anyway, so sat there, whatever, whatever, and she said something, and I was joking around. I was like, wow, you trifling. You know how we say, like, wow, you trifling. That word triggered her in another way. Same thing. Ended the date, stormed off, left. Didn't talk to her since. So I could sit here and be, but I've called people trifling. They've called me trifling for many years since then and no issues. So should I stop the way that I talk or should I just realize that, hey, maybe there's going to be certain people that you don't match with that you might have said something. If she would have told me, yo, like, I really don't like that word. Don't say it again. I would be like, I apologize. I didn't mean it. Like, to me, this is what this word means. If it means something different to you, thank you. Uh, Thank you for educating me. I'll make sure not to use that. And we could have kept going. It wasn't like that with her. There was no education. There was no, she just ended it. You're crazy. Like, this is why I shouldn't have come out on this. Like, all this kind of stuff left and it was on. So, to me, it's like, there's going to be certain people that just get triggered. Oh, snap. I cannot hear you. There's going to be oh. certain people that just get triggered. It's just you. <laughs> no, <it is. laughs> no, I think I turned it around. Um, there's going to be certain people that just get triggered, and you just have to understand that those people exist. But don't change your whole personality no, because no, of no. it. I, ha- I, I have changed, and I think, like, for example, my style of comedy is not nice. Like, my style of interacting with people 
because where I come from and the people that I hung out with, like my family, like back in Florida and whatnot, our compliment is saying you look horrible. Like <laughs> my friend posted, my friend who's like my cousin pretty much posted a picture. He looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Like he looks insane. And you're like, boy, you trash. Yeah. No. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. And I'm going to show you like what I wrote. And that is me. And and it's and it's hard for me to not be that person, but I know with strangers, I'm not I'm not, you know. But like with him, my so this is what he looks like. All right. Okay. Good looking dude. He looks very good. But but my my uh comment I can't see that far. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie and say No, no, the uh, next one under. Um uh, you look horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I leave really like, like we're just mean to each yeah. other. I remember one time his brother told me he was like, cause you know, I was overweight. So his brother was like, Hey yo, if you get a girlfriend, who do you think is going to have the bigger boobs? I was waiting, that, and I'm laughing. Right. You know, it's like, that's our thing. But, and then I moved over here and I realized, Oh, I can't talk to everybody like that. Uh, okay. but look. And, and then, so then I tone it down. Right. But of course, I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. My whole thing is like, I want to be kind to people. I want to be nice to people. And to me, one of the best things somebody could say to me, especially like if they don't know what's inside of my mind, is like, you look healthy. You look good. You've been working out. Like for me, I take that. Right. And, and I can't imagine a person who's like, oh, no, you know, like, uh, 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 right. And and so then now I'm in this like weird position where I'm like, the first thing I do is notice what's great about somebody. Yeah. Like, I remember my friend Frank, he used to compliment this one person that we all knew that everybody had bad things to say about her, you know? But he was always like, well, she has beautiful eyes. And and one day I was like, Frank, why do you do that? And he was like, I just want to compliment the best part of somebody. Like, I just want to highlight that. And I was like, damn, that's such a great trait to have that it's immediately something that I adopted into my personality. For sure. The moment I notice something great about somebody, I'm just going to say it. Whenever Chris does his diets and stuff, I immediately say it. I immediately look at it. I'm like, you looking good. But then if Chris turns around and he says, I'm offended by that, I don't think I will ever pay him a compliment ever. And you shouldn't. By the way, uh, I've never said that in my life, so compliments. <laughs> and you coming. shouldn't. <laughs> and you shouldn't. Because at the end of the day, if somebody is that person, it's too hard Let's to feel that about person. That person no, but I'm like saying that person. Those type of people. Those type of people, that yeah. person in this scenario, that would, if Chris did that to you, you shouldn't give him another compliment. Because at the end of the day, if you're taking away the joy of something that's like, pure because here's the thing i think nuance has been lost in today's society with Mm. a lot of people intentions are lost right so you could be an asshole to me kelby and i don't think anything about it because i know what your (laughs) intentions are and i put that naturally an asshole and i put that (laughs) that is also me but i fight every day to be kind (laughs) but you know what i lose a lot but but also (laughs) i could put into consideration all the times that you've been there as a friend that also plays a role into how i think about you or whatever and if it ever gets too much i know i would feel confident enough in our friendship to be like yo kelby i need to talk to you about something yeah and it could be a a healthy conversation for sure but i also think we're both mature people and 
not insecure in a lot of fa- factors right. and know ourselves a lot better than maybe some other people that we meet. Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to, the point that I'm trying to make is that like, you're never going to be able to satisfy everybody. And there's always going to mm-hmm. be somebody out there that wants to take things verbatim without seeing intention. What he's trying to say is don't go chasing waterfalls. Mm. Stick to the rivers and the lakes. Not chase them waterfalls, that you're used bro. To. to be honest with you, if you're chase sitting them. in your best friend's ride, you're a freaking <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're in a passy. He's also known as a buster. Mm. Come on. Pastor, pa- Pastor Guy Tonde, Pastor uh, <laughs> Border Control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pastor I think that was Border it. Well, let me ask you this. I have I have uh, gone to the gym and you know talked to a couple of ladies. You know if I if I've like in my past ten years of going to the gym, you know okay. I try not to make it a habit because my, the gym is like my little right you know thing, and you don't want weird energy. But um, I've noticed again I'm on I've, I'm on a lifelong journey of trying to be a kind person, except to some people where I know they're not going to take it a weird way, but. Uh, I would walk up to a girl and I would say something that I notice is nice. Now I'm not gonna say, "Damn, uh, that ass let, is right." You know, like, I'm not gonna say that, and it's like just not a part of my vernacular. Damn titties. No, no, no. It's not. It's like, but I would say, like, "Hey, I just noticed you from afar. I just think you're really beautiful, and I just wanted to ask you your name." They tell me, and I tell them my name. Hey, I don't want to bother you on your workout, but I just want to see if I can get your number. That has always worked, but I haven't done that in five years mm-hmm. so what works now i'm the wrong person to ask because <laughs> you do it all wrong <laughs> nah because like at the gym obviously at the gym uh-huh. i'm not i'm not at the gym but just in general, in general? yeah like I that's my know. approach i try to be really respectful you know so on and so forth but you see somebody and you want to compliment them yeah, saying? I just want to highlight like something. The reason why I'm here. Do people even meet people in real life anymore? I do. You're supposed to just swipe right or left. Man, that stuff is man, it's for the birds. That stuff's dangerous. Why? Nah, I mean, I think you bring up a good point though, because like, how do you communicate with somebody to let them know like I'm here because I think you're. I don't know what's inside your mind, so I'm only here to talk to you to get to know you. It depends. Because, you know what do I say? It depends on the type of woman that you're approaching. I think it's just a process. What's the process? I don't think it has to be like up front, like immediately, hey, this is why I'm here. I think it's like, hey, what's going on? Hey, good. Hey, gym buddy, what's going on? Oh, hey, it's going. It's going. I use the gym as, as an example because well, it's right, a place that I'm, I go to I'm all the time. Kind of feeding your so let's say you're out in a you're out and about yeah. at a restaurant. Yeah. Or let's say you're at a bar. Yeah. And there's a girl that you, you are interested, interested in. Yeah. And you wanna spark interest. And you don't want to be friend zoned. You just want it to be like, yo. Yeah, you want to set your intentions clearly. Yes. Because here's something that I wrote on Twitter the other day. And I was just like, yo, if you're feeling a girl or if you're feeling a woman or whatever, let them know early on. Because playing the friend zone, playing the friends game is dangerous for you. Right. Because you get into that zone where like y'all are friends, but you like her. And then breaking up with friends is almost worse than breaking up with. Mm-hmm. Somebody, sure. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like, just say it up front. You're not losing anything by this person not being your friend. You're not because they're already not your friend. I think just like anything, it's going to depend on the, the girl in this situation. 
I don't think like there's gonna be there's no cookie cutter way to to do it. It's just whatever comes natural to you. And certain girls are gonna receive it in a positive way. Certain girls are gonna receive it in a negative way. Now on the flirtation side, I've never gotten somebody to be like, "Oh my gosh, no." One hundred percent of the time, it has always been. So maybe you're great. You have a great radar of knowing who to approach and who not to. Yes, but again, I will continue by saying I have not done that in several years maybe you haven't seen a person that's worth going up to yeah but I, my real point is in today 2021 is very different than 2016 yeah, sure so are, are we communicating with people a different way that's what, I, that's what my main my real question is are, i would say no but you're gonna run into a lot more explosions than you would in 2016 because I think what like we were going to like like I was saying, the media, social media, all this kind of stuff has given a platform to people expressing all kinds of different thoughts now. Where anything could be offensive. Into real life. Into real life into like real like life experiences. So you might say something and go up to somebody and be like, Hey, you know, I noticed you know, you've been working out here. It's that same conversation to somebody who's like, like, that's just like, oh, so all I am is like, be, like physical appearance to you. You don't want to get to know my mind. You got you to throw, you throw that in the face. <laughs> hey, <talking>? Also, <laughs> asterisk, I just want to know your philosophy on yeah. life. <laughs> Footnote. Uh, but, but something a friend of mine told me years ago. And he's like super Christian. He's a good guy, but he taught me a lesson about something. And he was like, it's not bad to to want somebody who's who catches your eye in that physical way. Because to you, what is beautiful is beautiful. And you want to be with somebody who's beautiful. Of course. Right? So to me, it is not a bad thing to tell somebody they're beautiful. If, if somebody tells me I'm beautiful one time, my whole year is made. <laughs> That's facts. You are beautiful. My whole year is made. So to me, this is why I'm lost in this sauce. Telling people, tell, giving, highlighting something great about people to me has always been a great thing, you know. But today it seems mm, it's true. But have we ever really known what women want? It's just different stuff now. Well, Chris knows. <laughs> well, Chris knows. I I what. <laughs> Every time I go out with Chris it's, it's, Yo Chris I'm gonna go talk to her And she's like who's that one Is that Chris <laughs> Chris can I follow you on Instagram yeah, yeah. I have one time and I'm just like alright man She didn't even follow That's me crazy. no more man, I'm about to go beat Chris <laughs> You know what's funny So Judge Joe Brown the Kwame thing yeah. So he talked about how there was like Women that he would talk to That would say I can't find a real man because I think a lot of guys are going through which the conversation that you're going through right now. Don't even know how to approach a woman now because they're afraid of all the extra that could come about. Oh, you can be, you could be sex. Like, I think it's extremely tough at work. Like for me, I would not approach anybody at work. I would not approach employees or customers because I'm afraid of any kind of sexual harassment, anything that could like be taken to a manager. Cause you don't know, you could be just innocently being like flirting with somebody or being like, Oh, you know, you have a great smile. And that person go to the management and be like, he's hitting on me. And I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. So like for me, I'm like, 
extremely careful about anything that's like that could be considered anything and it's sad because it is an active thought of mine if there's like a beautiful person or somebody that i want to compliment like a girl that i want to like a dude i'll compliment all, all day right but like a girl she's still telling you though <laughs> a girl i i'm very careful about how i communicate with with girls at work because of all the repercussions if it goes left and being more aware that it could go left whereas maybe 10 years ago i wouldn't be as aware of it Mm-hmm. Um, or not as aware, I'd be as aware, but I wouldn't be as fearful of it because I feel like the reactions were different then. And yeah. maybe, maybe that's a bad thing because maybe we were taking advantage of it back then yeah. and it, we've come to a better place, but I still think it's kind of leans the other way now. Like if we're on a seesaw, I think we're teetering on the too sensitive side and I'm sure eventually it'll even out. But, but yeah, like, I think you're right. And that confusion has led to a lot of miscommunication, I would believe, I would say. Yeah, miscommunication seems to be the biggest issue, I think, in interpersonal relationships, especially because we talk to each other through apps. True. There's very... Like, most of my success in building relationships with people is just by being with them. And I, I don't like letting the app dictate who I am to you sure. because you can only see me in nine inches. You know what I'm saying? Like you can only see me in a screen and, and with no like, tone, no, like no, no, no. even if it's a video, like even oh, if yeah, it's yeah. a video, it's like, it, there's still this blank space that is not able to be filled where it's like, okay, I, I can say certain things and it works out fine. But at the same time, like me as a person, I've always said things that have offended people accidentally and accidentally on purpose no not even because (laughs) believe it or not i said something last week as a joke and somebody like y'all were there and y'all don't even realize it but i said it and we were all laughing everybody's giggling and stuff and then it turns out the person was like what'd you say you know Mm. and so i was probably blacked out no everybody was sober (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 and that's the thing like to you guys it was nothing you know, and to me, it was nothing. I, it was just nothing. But Was it about God? No. Oh. No. It was just a joke, okay. you know. But even even then, I'm just like, are people overthinking things nowadays? Or I just, I don't know where yes, we're Yes, but I also think that there's room for all of us to grow. You know what I mean? And our goal shouldn't be, I think there's a certain point where it gets to just be like, all right, we shouldn't just talk because... My personality is just not going to mesh with your personality. Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely those scenarios. But I also think that we shouldn't go on the other extreme where we think that everything we say is the correct way of saying things. Like, I know I've had a girl. Like, for example, I know that, like, there was this um, black girl that I used to date. And um, this is back, I was about early 20s, maybe even teens. And um, I would, I remember one time I was like, I would I would joke with them and I used to use this joke a lot with like black girl. I'd be like, yo, you're the whitest black girl I've ever met. Oh, don't say that. Right. So I've said that to mo- I used to use that all the time. And she was the first girl who like it ended after that. Like she was like, I don't ever want to talk to you again, all that kind of stuff. Because that was super offensive to her. And you can't say that. I didn't know that. Of course. 
And so that was when people say that to me all the time. I was in a business meeting this morning and somebody said, can you make my skin look a little bit more like Kelby's? I just want to look more like that. Right. And, and look, we've, after that, I've seen Carlton in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air where every single joke was about, he's a white black dude, Mm. you know, and we see Steve Urkel, white black, like, so it's not that it wasn't like, um, something that wasn't like colloquial colloquial but i didn't know it was offensive to certain people Mm -hmm. to some girls they were just they would laugh about it and Mm -hmm. they would joke they would be like that and they'd be like oh you want black and you know like it just be like Mm -hmm. a joke Mm -hmm. and so but to certain people that was and when that actually like bothered me a lot that i heard because there's no intention yeah Yeah, you don't want to do that and And that's where i'm i'm at sure yeah and but she wasn't somebody who was super sensitive in my mind. So I genuinely was in the wrong. Like that was something that was too far. And unfortunately, it ended the relationship. And we weren't. We we never talked and stuff after that. But like that is a learning moment for me. And I haven't said that like since you know yeah. since uh not ever. I still do it with people that like understand my kind of humor and stuff. Yeah. But like yeah. I also understand that that could be hurtful to the wrong person is what yeah. i'm trying to say so so if i had the thought process would be like oh that's a her problem not a me problem well then i'm the asshole you know what i mean yeah. because that was something that definitely was on me but i do think there's certain things where i'm just like those that person's always going to be offended no matter what i say is going to be they're going to be offended so i just need to not talk to this person yeah it hurts it hurts when you think you hurt somebody else I, I am at a stage in my life and I've been here for some years where I really don't like hurting other people. Sure. You're a good like person. There, there was a good, uh, there was a good moment where it was just like, you feel that too bad, you know, oops, don't mm-hmm. be my friend then, you know, but I really like, I really want to approach people with reverence, with kindness, with respect. And because I know like it comes back to me, you know, aside from the jokes I make with, y'all you know and like my people (laughs) but like they are not you know we have that right but i I we're talking about the person where we haven't left laid like layers of yeah there's no foundation or whatever foundation it really does bother me and that's the only reason why i bring it up and i hope like if you're watching this is not to make you know whatever but I just wanted to know where I went wrong so I cannot do it again. Because again, it is in my immediate personality to just find something great about somebody and make them feel good. I like to do that. I want to make somebody feel good and not lie about it. Like I just right. want to be like, okay, I've noticed this about you. Uh, and if you, it's almost like if somebody like went to school and they got a degree, it's like, dang, like, you know, congrats on this accomplishment. Um, but then again, that could be wrong. But I truly believe that there's a lot of people that are listening or people in general that'll be like, that would really make my day if you did something like that. It, I would, I would appreciate it. I really like specific, unique compliments. I yeah. do the same thing. I'm very similar. Like when I compliment somebody, it has it, to be specific. it's specific. And I remember when I was like, this was probably when I was living in St. Louis, I had a friend that when he first met me, he's like, dang, Sunil, you compliment everybody. Don't you think that's kind of fake? And I was like, nah, man, it's not something that I'm like making up just a compliment. Like it's, it's something that I genuinely think. And I think it, I think our world would be a better place if 
we took the time out to compliment people even if they're strangers or whatever it is once i said it in that way i remember like a few weeks later or a month later he came up to me again and he was like yo sunil like i see the way that people respond when you do that mm-hmm. it's actually really really cool he's like yeah. i'm gonna start doing it as well and it's and i think that we should normalize that like and i when you're saying all this stuff like i remember when we did the first episode of this with devion he he said something like it's not my place to educate you on something but whatever it was like it's not my place to educate you on how i feel or whatever the case may be and i remember coming back being like no like we need to be in a space where we can have better conversations like if you did say something that offended me it would be much healthier and much better for you and for me if we had that conversation and be like, yo, this offended me because of this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe that conversation goes left if you're not a responsive person or I'm not a patient person or whatever it is. There's a definite possibility for that. But I think that the art of conversation needs to come back and we can move forward as a society if we start taking the time to educate versus just react. Yeah. And I think that is... Uh, that is something that you would benefit from. That's all you're asking for right now. It's like, yo, just teach me, tell me why that's offensive. Right. So but I it don't has do to make it sense to me. It, like, I, I feel a lesson is not learned until it registers with the person. And I mean, luckily at the end of the conversation, she, you know, she definitely was just like, I know you were coming from a good place. You know, um, I think I was just responding to the like, so you just think I never looked good before. And it's like, Dude, I think you're beautiful. I think you're beautiful in general, but and and you looking good does not mean you're not beautiful. It right. just means that like you looking better doesn't yeah, mean you really exactly, look bad. Like you looking you're looking sharper, like even greater, you know. Um but again, I think we went on and on and on. But ultimately that's just something that I think is is amazing, you know, like when when Frank told me that and he was like, I just highlight the good things about people. And that doesn't mean that I go around complimenting everybody either. Cause there's some, there's plenty of people that are not worthy of any compliment, mm-hmm. you know, but when I do notice something and it's typically something from work done. So one of my old managers, I used to tell him all the time, like, I was like, Oh dude, like you've been working out and stuff. And he used to, he used to just try and eat healthy, but I have a good eye for, like if you've been slimming down and all stuff and he wanted to slim down so bad. So I would always just try to like feed him that like looking good, man. Yeah. Like, you know, and he would be like, I'm not working out. I'm not working out. And then so I was like, OK, so I stopped saying it. I stopped saying it for like two months. And then one day I just kind of noticed he was just kind of like modeling a little too heavy. for <laughs> me. So I, I, I did notice he went down a good 20 pounds. I was like. You went, you, you've been working out. He was like, finally, <laughs> yes. I fi-. He was like, I, I deserve that compliment because I have been working out. I've been eating good and I was waiting on you to say something. And I was just like, you see, I, I will compliment you if I notice right. that you put the work in and uh, like you are really, I, my compliment is me cheering you on. Sure. But if you didn't do anything worth it, then I, don't know, what I, I like complimenting more on personality versus just like looks. Well, uh, that's something that I think is, is, is my, my zone. Like if somebody is like really understanding mm-hmm. or I notice in a conversation, like, oh, wow, you're a really patient person 
Like those are the time I, I really like giving those type of compliments or like somebody who's easy to talk to. Like if mm-hmm. I'm having a conversation with someone and this conversation is like going like crazy good and like I'm just like, wow, you know what? You're like super easy to talk to. Like I, I like giving those type of things as well. Um, because those are great. Yeah. Those are great. Yeah. Because it means like you're paying attention as well. For sure. Those are definitely great. Uh, I, I, I think I, I uh, shoot from wherever. Whatever inspires me, but mainly it's from work done. Right. Like if I if I just noticed from the top, like you know, you changed your hair or something like that, I'm gonna be like, oh, you changed your hair. Looks, you know. You know yeah. who's the hardest to get compliments from? Your parents. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, my parents. Yeah. I went they, to visit them. I they, just got they, back. <laughs> Yo, all they were like, "You look so fat." Yeah. <laughs> you like, what have you been doing? Yeah. Do clothes even fit you anymore? <laughs> what's and you know they doing it like low key. Like, what size shirt do you wear? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, wow. Parents are so mean. My mom used to tell me kids have heart attacks too. <laughs> <laughs> No, your, my conversations with my dad this weekend reminded me of like you telling the story about when your dad on the Zoom call. Like, <laughs> I was like, wow. They're like, wow, have you like, or the worst is like, do you work out? Like, are you still hitting the gym? I'm like, I actually lost some weight. <laughs> I, I looked worse. My parents say the meanest things My mom one time she was like At least your stomach isn't that big Over your pants I was like, hey, thanks. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I've I've heard worse. Yo, my parents show me like, Snail, we got these old videos of you and like showing yeah. me. Like, that's what you used to look like. <laughs> I was like, oh wow. This is terrible. You you know what's you know this is one funny one. This is not a parent. This is a girl that I dated way back in the day. Uh I hadn't seen her in years. And she saw me the when we were dating. I was in perfect condition. I looked amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she was like trying to work on it. But today it's flip flop. She looks amazing. I look all right. Uh-huh. I, actually, I look amazing too. But she looks really amazing. Right. And I was like, I was. We were really far away. We were working on something together. You know, it was like something she had hired me to do. And. Before we got on this like two and a half hour drive back home, she's coming out of Starbucks and she's like, so you haven't worked out in about five, six years, huh? <laughs> I had back surgery. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I worked out this morning. <laughs> and, I had, and I go seven days a week. <laughs> I hate myself. What are you eating? What do you want to eat for lunch? <laughs> you know, so yeah, people say mean things, but at the same time, I didn't get that upset about it. I was just kind of like, I understand. Ten years ago, I would hundred pounds lighter, <laughs> you know, and that's okay. Um, but I'm not super sensitive, you know. Neither I, am I. You know, it just is what it is, and and it kind of fuels me in a certain sense. And that, you know, now I'm hoping the next time she sees me, I look really great. You know, maybe I you better. Oh, right. you turning the other way, huh? That's a fact. No, I'm running, <laughs> even though I've never ran before in my life. I'm running on these bad knees. I'll tell you that. Anyways, this is going on forever. <laughs> 
My bad. My bad. <laughs> I brought out of something. All right. Anyways, let me see if I got anything else. Looking good, Chris. Ah. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Your hair's looking. Yeah, look. Now we got everything what? that was on. <laughs> everything on my list is hit. There we go. All right. That's about it. You guys uh, about to go do something crazy for Memorial Day? <clears throat> uh, I'm about to eat some air, mom <laughs> and dad. Right on. Right on. <laughs> Listen. You? Uh, I don't know. Have you guys been doing a workout for a 12-week thing? I've been working on it, but Going clearly I'm not rides. getting results. Say it again. Going on bike rides. Going on bike rides. I hit up the gym this morning. Yeah. I've been doing it consistently. I track everything I eat. Nice. Yeah. But you were doing that before, no? I did it. So I've been on the track thing since middle school. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are years that I did it. And then after a while, I got tired of it. And then years where I did not. And then today, I just somebody reminded me of it. And I was like, oh, snap. That actually is a good method because it's all mathematical. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, so I've been tracking everything I eat. Have had a few slip ups for sure. But I have seen some results and went down about 11 pounds. That's not awesome. bad, man. Not bad. Keep it going. Yeah. So uh, as a reminder to you guys, you're going to tell us who has had the best results. We're going to post our before pictures and our after pictures after our 12 weeks. And whoever you think has done the least, anybody here going to get offended, right? Uh, <laughs> if I lose, I will. In, in the comments, <laughs> <laughs> like, send me the scale, Sunil. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, you triggered me, so you get nothing. <laughs> what, what are you gonna say in the comment? What was the thing? You trifling. You trifling. Yeah. Right? They're gonna be you like, trifling. unsubscribe. Yo, you know why this whatever insert rate? Say that. I don't even say that. <laughs> they used to. They used to say that to me, and I used to be like, at least my credit good. Hey, hey. Uh, loser. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, whoever you guys think it has done the worst job in their physical process, <laughs> you shouldn't say it that way. But all right, cool. we're the toxic men on the internet. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. We are. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Kids of future. Uh, we are going to send you guys a body fat uh, scale that is really high tech. It's really amazing. So uh, keep following the journey. And that is that. Y'all good? Yeah, I just want to yeah. shout out. Shout out. Probably not the right words, but like it is Memorial Day. Um, <clears throat> just wanted to, you know, uh, Shout out to all of our military and definitely this day is for the military that we lost. All the families that um, lost loved ones at at war. You know, um, I saw one of the people that I followed said, you don't have to be a fan of war to still support the warriors that are out there. Whatever political side you are, these guys are going out there fighting for our freedoms. They're just doing their job and, you know, their job puts them in in harm's way. A lot of them don't come back. Just want to thank all the families that, you know, sacrifice loved ones, the loved ones that are out there, you know, doing the job and, you know, appreciate you guys giving us the opportunity to be free in this country. Absolutely. Those who have fallen and those who are still working. Oh, yeah. Serving for us. All right. We are the men on the Internet. We'll catch you next week.